We're not talking Cheers about him. to episode 129. Cheers. Cheers. Bud Light. Sunny D Vodka Seltzer, 95 calories, zero grams of sugar. I'm just drinking water. I had to slow down this week. I drank five days in a row. Yeah, so. you drank five days in a row. I mean, don't hurt anybody. You told me really? yesterday. Really? Post-camping trip, you drank five yes. days in a row. Thursday, Friday, Cadmus Saturday, has been Sunday, getting drunk Monday. alone every single night. No. And you know why? Because he's depressed. No. <laughs> well, this could be why. Uh, I wanted to give Evan a minute, whatever you want to say about uh, the Mo Ibrahim news. Because it's not Yeah, great. I wanted to talk about that, Evan. I haven't seen it, so I have no idea what you guys are talking about. You get cut. Cut. Oh, Got cut. But he injury settlement. Injury. So I think he's on our IR unless he like leaves. I don't know. He's just basically on IR. Mm. He got waived because of injury. It well, happened. I mean, he was like so. running at the fifth spot after. Did Benny Snell actually sign with the Lions? Yeah, he did. The day of camp. I haven't seen a single thing about it. They made a tweet about him. No. They yeah, they did. Did you know Teddy Bridgewater's wearing number 50, though? Did you see that? Is he? It's the most annoying thing of all time. Why all do people care? Well, it it's is. Preseason. It is wild. How bad did the Lions look in preseason last Saturday? That's, well, we'll get sorry. to that, Alex. Um, I just went to one thing I have to mention when it gets to me, though. Don't let me forget. For your weekly check in or for the Lions? No, just for my personal team. They deserve to be shot out for. A shout out for soccer team for Dr. Love. That can be all right. That can be in your weekly checking. Um, today is tonight is Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. It's 8 10 p.m. Just wrapped up a fantastic interview with the chief of propaganda. Has me buzzing, feel like thoughts are coming clear in my head. Um, that you'll hear later in the show. So we'll have that. That'll be a big chunk. A lot of funny stuff in there. A lot of Michigan State football as well. So maybe when we do defense, we do a little bit less. Michigan State defense, all it's hard to do because we love talking ball. But this is going to be a quick hitter show based on the trying out like news and notes, just boom, things that have happened. We'll fly through them. And then the kind of nitty gritty is going to be that interview. And then a little bit about the Michigan and Michigan State college football defenses um, for like diehard Lions stuff. We'll do that in the coming weeks. Kind yeah, of similar time. for them. A preview since they're a week behind. Um, without further ado, let's dive into some weekly check-ins. Alex, start us off. What's happened in your life since August 6th was the last time? Well, I've had a busy two weeks. Uh, I can't really speak on it. Right. I've, had a, I've had a busy two Under weeks. Under the table. Yeah. Um, also, um, shout out my mom. She had surgery. She's doing good. I should shout her out. Everybody, shout out of applause Carrie. for Carrie for being a tough warrior. Shout Carrie. Pep Guardiola under the knife for backs. Yep. Yep. Larry knows the set and how it goes. Um, he does. That's, he's got the scar. Evan, hopefully your parents never go through the back surgery route. Um, if you know anything about my dad, Alex, he probably just won't have it. Uh, I, I know a lot about your dad. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking so yeah. on having one, at least one in my life. Not I'm just going to say no. I'm just going to go through the pain if I have to. I don't think it's worth You're, it. You already broke yours, so you should be on True, the other side. should be good. But I didn't have surgery. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, busy week. That happened. And then what I do this weekend. This weekend was the first weekend I had to myself in it, what feels like a long time. So right. I, uh, I didn't do much. I saw Grant and Marissa briefly for about an hour. Yeah. Um, 
you know, did, you know, normal adult stuff, laundry cleaned up. I felt like I was living in a box for a while. Still had to like unpack from the camping trip. I guess that's, that's happened since then. Um, Camping trip was a great time. Probably took me three days to recover. I can't speak on one thing. I'd prefer not to have it public knowledge, but our injuries that we all, well, some of us suffered. Um, I would just like to report that mine is doing well and recovering. Mine's scabbed up. Oh, yeah, it's fully scabbed, and we're looking okay. Uh, my leg from falling off the bridge—that's what I was just now bruised. It's fully purple right now. Just just came in. So, you know, oh, yeah. I didn't even check. What it is. Let me check my injury. I got a bruise. I- I got a bruise too on my leg. I have no recollection of where it came from on the trip. I've been trying to think like, did uh, I run into the side of a table? Did I dive and spike ball on the beach too many times? Were looked like they went through a war like the next Monday. I looked down. I'm like, Jesus, dude, what were you doing? Yeah, I had to wear long pants for like three days at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because when we played golf that Monday, my dad was like, dude, what did you do this weekend? It's like, you know, dad, I don't know. You know how the property goes. <laughs> But yeah, it was a great, that was a great time, and then fantastic yeah, time. Here we are. I had a very, very good time. Actually, there was <clears> one <throat> moment that might be a core moment for the rest of my life that I'll never forget. Can you share? Yeah, the the bros karaoke under the tent on for Friday or Saturday. That was like a Friday, peak moment. Friday. I think in my. I mean, it helped that I had had a few, but like I. There was a point during that where I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my entire life. Were we just passing the mic around for different songs? Yes. Okay. I mean, there were two clear stars of the show. There were two the Joker, very clear the Joker impression. The Joker made me. I, that was one of the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. Just so many moments I've been thinking about. And then, like, the same person going up to someone later and being like, just sitting down next to someone. You know, nobody wants to hear. It's like the thought of that happening. And then uh, Ryan, listen to Ryan shot him for the Grand Dude, Slam. I hit a grand going slam. Up no one's talking about my Grand Slam. I think the worst part about all that uh, is like, I've like, as I've been thinking a lot about how fun it was. And then I think about like, well, that might have been it. Might be the well, last Alex, one. Please. And then you just get really depressed. It's very sad. I had that number two in my camp rankings. The number two trip that I've been on. Yeah, number one, I don't think can be beaten because it was just like nostalgia. Like, like it, it may not have been as hard last, but it was just like I just remember the excitement showing up with Alex the first time, and we just didn't know like, what. The f- we were so doing. like, we're gonna put our tents over here, and in that's tent what village. Was, like this like, is tent village. Like it was all brand new, and like we get to be out here for like three days, and there's no supervision or anything. We were also like <laughs> yeah. 21, 22 years old. At COVID, like first time out, being locked in it's your house It's hard to for a beat while. the first time, but I would say like, this this time was not far off, in my opinion. I mean, I think it no, topped it was... the two. Was that year four? This was year four. Yeah, it yeah. topped the two middle years by far, in my opinion. No, it's a great I'm, trip. That, that's all for me. Um. um... Evan? Yeah, we, we both went on said trip. Um, that was about two weeks ago oh, now. Fantastic time. That ride home on Sunday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, driving it by yourself just sucks. Dude, that was the first time I think I've driven alone back. Yeah, it is miserable. Miserable. 
It is. It's like the worst ride of all time. Like three and a half hours just by. And I also got in so much traffic. <gasps> I sat in so much traffic on the you, way back. You were probably it took like worse. Four hours. I didn't have to sit through traffic. I was at the. I was at that same. I think you were like you. six. Like you six were cars six, behind you. You were. I saw your truck. Where you? Where no one could go left. I, I pulled out. So like, I literally traffic. at one point, I just. I was like, you know, what? I'm going, and if I get hit, I get hit. Dude, I was at that stop sign for. The first car, I was there for 10 what, minutes, and then I town? just was like, I'm going. I can't do it. Uh, was from 10 to get on to uh, – frick, I wish I would have pinpointed it. There was like a 60-car pileup on this exit, and <laughs> everyone's trying to go left, and there's so much traffic going both ways. It's not a one – it wasn't a one-way. It's trying to go left when there's cars coming from both directions, and you, there's like trailers and campers. So it's just everyone's sitting there. I was probably there for 45 minutes. You guys can be very vague with how you answer this question because I have to answer it and I don't want to incriminate myself. But what did you guys do with your trash? Because I had an all-time moment with my trash. I was a responsible citizen and did not dump mine the way you, everyone else did. I took it home. I threw it away in the dumpster. I Mine rolled all the way back into town and dropped it off in dumpster in town. I dropped it off in my own personal apartment dumpster, and um, it smelt terrible. Yeah, because yours was a leaky bag. Yeah, my the back of my truck smelt for like four days. So you guys couldn't have done what I did, but let's just say I didn't make I, it more I, than I, I asked you five that's, minutes that's away. That's why I I'm took it home. I'm not going to say the location, but went to the spot we've done it before, one time before. And remind you, we just had one bag, but it was the big, it was like a big bag, double bag, huge. And we pull up, and there's it's gated. The, the dumpster is gated. It's and it's tall. It's like I don't know if I'm. It's probably like at least eight nine feet tall. So you have to get it over the fence. And there's a dumpster on the other side, but not only one half is open. The half closest to you, the other side is shut. And I looked at. I'm not going to incriminate her. I looked at who I was. And I was like, I think I can throw this. Like, I think I can get this over. So I grab it. Just here, shot put sky high. Like, barely clears the fence. Maybe like nine and a half feet. Splash Kobe Bryant. Dead bottom of the trash can. The, the feeling that I had when that went in. And then getting in the car and being like, oh my god. If that missed and it all exploded. Like, I'd feel so bad. But it was just the best shot of anything I've ever done in my entire life that it went in that dumpster. It was I fantastic. need to ask then, a question real quick for you. Okay. Did yeah. the Porter potty guy call anybody? No. no. Did, you get charged? <laughs> did you get charged? Yeah. Yeah. You did. All right. Yeah. I've been kind of stressing about that. Cause I, I got a call from Traverse city while I was in the middle of a meeting on, probably t- it. on Tuesday. So I was like, oh, he's already gotten that. Like, I'll call it back. Called the number back. No answer. Never heard again. So I was like, man, that would be not good if that porta potty was still just sitting out there. Yeah. If they couldn't get it, they would do something about it. As long as you got charged, I'm assuming they, they took it. Yeah. They did on Thursday, though. I think when they drop off, they charge it. But it worked out. I mean, it's, once, it's, once we use it, it's their problem. I hope they lock the gate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they did. It's pretty easy. You just leave it how you found it. I mean, it's it's their property anyways. It is. <laughs> it belongs yeah, to the town of Kingsley's. Uh, sorry, I mean, did you have anything no, else? Um, just the ride home sucked. I stopped at like a gas station, and it was the slowest pump in America. The <laughs> slowest pump in America. 
took forever to fill up. Then this past week, just getting ready, busy, getting ready for the school year. Getting ready to score some more mm. points this season. Yep. Yeah. Starts next Monday, Alex. Just Starts need, next. Just year. need three points Fall to camp. score more. Let's score more than that. Um. But you're full in on practice, right? They're like full on practice starts next Monday. Full swing. What? We started a week what about earlier for summer school. camp. It's middle school football. There's no summer camp. Summer camp. I remember yugging water <laughs> and playing Rainbow Road before practice in the middle of summer before seventh grade practice. What? That doesn't exist anymore. There is a, like a Indian camp, like a school Indian athletic camp for like three days. You guys don't remember throwing up the yes. first day of seventh grade football? I that remember. was not school was not in session. I remember Jimmy. Right, that, Jimmy was a lock. Jimmy puked every time. Right. Um, Disgusting. <clears throat> Other than that, I uh, had a good last weekend of summer. Um, played in a golf scramble on Saturday. Did you just declare summer over? It's summer is my yeah, summer did. is over. Mm, September. No, my summer after, is over. After Labor Day. No, man. my summer my summer is over. Memorial Day to Labor Day, Evan. School starts Evan. tomorrow. You have to go to school tomorrow? School starts tomorrow for me. What? I am working tomorrow at school hour. tomorrow. Michigan public schools changed to, to go yep. before yes, Labor Day. Yes. Been, dude. Yes. Uh, I haven't been in high school, Grant. <laughs> Alex, your alumni. Your alumni to your high school. Start school tomorrow. Well, everyone's oh, an God. alumni to some school. Yeah, but your alumni, your school starts tomorrow. I did see that the teachers were there, but I thought they were just there a week early. Nope. I was there. I was there last year. You were year. in that picture. <laughs> yeah. For happy hour. I find it. <laughs> when the kids aren't in, the teachers get crazy together. <laughs> you, um, uh, yeah, so that's what I've been need doing. Need anybody new? Uh, no, Alex. Actually, I'm yeah, sure there'll be new students. Yeah. Oh, I've got a girlfriend. I didn't say a word to her. Oh, so she was. She listens. She was a looker. Let's guess her name. Ellie. Nope. Mommy. Hmm. <laughs> So Evan's summer is over. My summer is over. depressing to hear. Yep. Pour one out. I don't know. Are you looking at any of these pictures? What picture are you looking at? Let me see. I'll tell you. There's a picture of everybody in the cafeteria. Where yeah, I was there. It? I'm in the back. I don't know if I'm actually in that picture. Right or left? I don't I don't know where that camera angle Evan is from. Did, Evan didn't want to be in it. There's no in chance. In what side Evan's of the like, cafeteria oh, where were you on and what were you wearing? I was wearing... Uh, no, I was wearing... <laughs> Uh, black shorts and a gray t-shirt with a hat i was not wearing a hat some guys wearing black shorts with a gray t-shirt and a hat i was not wearing a hat <laughs> you're not at that table um oh, oh i see what camping trip like you guys said uh i would say camping trip was pretty par for the course of what i was expecting great crew shout to everybody everybody that went shout out to you um Great crew, good time. Subpar weather, but we got through. Grant, um, last year's weather was way worse. I wasn't there, so for me, I've only experienced great weather. Up I honestly there. don't even remember the weather being bad. That like two hours of pouring rain was not that bad. It was like five. It was like four hours of pouring rain. It, it went like fast. Two and a half. We had a good time during it. It was like two to. F- All I know is Evan kept two, going three, an, an hour and a half more, and I'd be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was not that long. It was two hours. Two and no, a half hours. hours. We played a wiffle ball game after that in beautiful sunshine. 
we finished yeah. our beer Olympics. I didn't, see, I didn't see a rainbow though. <laughs> Grand Grand didn't happen. Oh, Grand Slam. Um, on the way home from camping trip, my story besides the trash was, look, I know inflation's a big deal in this country and a hot button issue, but it's really extended to Taco Bell. Taco Bell's prices have, have gotten out of control officially. Spending 20 bucks anytime I go there. Ordered, just listen to this, only ordered three cheesy gordita crunches. Now two of them were upgrades to chicken because I'm a fancy <laughs> and I want some chicken. Also, I don't understand why chicken is that more much more expensive than ground beef. I don't get that. Because their they're beef both... isn't beef. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> but... I get that, and I think maybe one Baja Blast because it was a KFC Taco Bell combo, so we oh. got a little bit from KFC as well. That KFC also, those. wherever we stopped at, was the worst KFC of all time. It was uh, disgusting. It was like if the worst person in America tried to make chicken, it was dried out nasty. Uh, besides the point, the total for three of those Gordita Crunches and a Baja Blast was like $22, and I almost spit out my non-existent drink. I was like, there's no chance that, that is that much money. Alex and I used to go all the time and get more than that. And I'd pay him like $15, $16. And I would get more food than that. I just don't know what's happening in our country. And it's a shame. Um, Saturday, when we saw Alex, went to the Woodward Dream Cruise for the first time ever. That was a cool event. I'm not a car guy, but a lot of cool cars. Um, there's no denying that. Do I have the desire to go drive one now? Not really. Or like own one? No. but Cool to see him. It's insane how much Dude, people in this community care about cars. Zoo in the berm. Biggest car show ever, like anywhere. It's just in the so world. ridiculous. I saw a guy from the local news station. I'm not sure what channel. He was riding in a car that was open, like top open, sitting on the back of it while driving, interviewing people driving next to him down Woodward while I'm behind him. That's insane they let that happen, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> like, ridiculous. <laughs> like, people don't care this much about it, but I should know because people bring out their lawn chairs every single weekend and sit and just watch cars drive by in Woodward. Just normal cars like you or me driving down the street. People just line up I was, down the street. I was, was in the Dream mind? Cruise for, like, less than a mile. I was in it. I was in the far right lane of Woodward just trying to get off as fast as I could because I was out of place in my Honda Accord. <laughs> this is not a parade. It's just a road that people drive on. The actual watching Woodward is boring. The walking, like, down old Woodward where it shut off was cool because, like, I had all the cars lined up, stationary parking cool spots, stuff. and a bunch of vendors. Um, Marissa and I also, we were down there because we were making candles, doing uh, some... some uh, I guess they're like fall activities before football really starts. I actually can't knock it because I do love candles. Um, and I made a nice manly candle. It smells like fr a fresh aftershave. Um, I had done it before, but we really rushed through the process this time. The crazy thing is they tell you, Alex, we this is where we went wrong the first time. They tell you now that you're not supposed to light it for two weeks after you make it. To I'll light mine the scent. next day. She said minimum three days, but you should let it sit two weeks or it won't be as strong. No crap. We all complained last time. The only bad part was we couldn't really smell our scents. So now we know why. I just so finished up. mine up like a couple months ago. Damn, that's impressive. I tried to make mine smell like yours because I liked yours. Thanks, man. 
Um, bought tickets to Michigan State Washington, which you'll hear in the Chief game. Front row. Now, if it was essential, you could have gotten those for cheap. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. No. The cheapest ones were probably like 80 bucks, and that's just like, I don't want to sit that far. At least this is front row of the upper bowl. That should be not terrible. Yeah, I mean, they're right above us. Nice. You're sitting with Washington I, fans. Yeah, you guys are oh in the Washington God. section. That's probably why they were. Oh, they'll be nice people, though. Um, so we'll find like out. That. Stoked for that. Um, I'm addicted to tennis. Got a new tennis hobby because there's two courts here at the apartment complex. I think we played three times in one week. Uh, it's humbling. It's very, it's very uh, taxing on your body. I never thought of tennis players as like the most extreme athletes, and they're they're not overall. But like, it's really tough to play um, when it's really hot out. So. Stay tuned for that. I'm getting better slowly. Don't have much of a backhand at all. I'll basically run across court to try to hit with my forehand so I don't have to hit with my backhand at this point. Backhanding is very tough for tennis. I feel like it's I muscles like you it. just don't really use much. It's the obliques, which, yeah, like... You're just not doing that motion in your everyday life to, like, feel good about it. Correct. Consistently. Like I can do it like a one-off, but I can't do it over and over. Um, and then lastly, we have the fancy football draft coming up, which I'm very excited about. I'm sure you guys are as well. I want to do one thing where you give one tip to our listeners for fancy football coming up, because I'm sure they all have a draft coming up as well. One tip that you found helpful throughout the years. Who'd like to start? I'll go first. Okay. This is a no brainer, but, uh, find guys who are on the field a lot. High snap count guys. They'll find the ball. Find those people. Look at snap counts. Get in the weeds with it. Mm. Especially when you're looking for like rookies and you're like, oh, that guy had 20 points last week, but he had one catch for one touchdown. You don't want that guy. You want the guy that's on the field. Evan? Tip to drafting or trip to fantasy football in general? Whatever you want. It could be drafting. I know we do auctions, which is the superior way to do it, but it's it a little hard for to that. Discuss, be yeah. Spend your money, kids. That's Evan's tip. I do spend my money. I know. That's why I said it. Only one person left money on the board last year. I, um, I, don't know I would say don't draft, don't spend big money on a quarterback. I never typically do. <sighs> Evan took. Um, Go ahead. It's one of those Dude, things where they are. This, actually does that still. A lot of people still do. A lot of people, st- like people, people that are like borderline fantasy that's football players, too. they get they'll draft a quarterback in the first round. Don't draft a quarterback till late. Our dads later. Our dads think quarterbacks are the key. Don't spend a lot of money on a quarterback. You'd rather have a solid depth at wide receiver and running back than one good quarterback. I'll take my two Unless, running backs over my one quarterback. There's one to two quarterbacks worth the price of admission. No. Yep, zero. There is. there is. My point to, to Evan's point, in recent history, I won our league when Ryan Tannehill was my starting quarterback in the finals. And then the next year, I threw out Kyler Murray as the first draft option for like $25, thinking someone would go higher because he was the hot thing that year. And I got him. And I think I can't. I like came in fifth place that year because I had like a quarterback and it sucked. And then 
this past year, Cam drafted Matthew Stafford for me, and he got hurt, obviously. And I don't know who was my quarterback at the end of the day, but it didn't matter because he made the finals loss. But when I've done well, I've had a shitty quarterback or a streaming quarterback. On that note, Patrick Mahomes carried me to the postseason one year and then put up three points in the semifinal, and I lost. So, yeah, I guess quarterbacks do stink. I hope people in our league aren't listening to this specific point because I'd like them to spend money on a quarterback early. Ricky will do it. He's going after Um, Kenny Pickett. I'm going to bid him up. 75. Mine. Good stuff with him. Mine would be. I'm just going to give away. I don't care. I'm doing our listeners a favor. I'm a proponent of running backs are super overrated. Um, Especially if you're a PPR like us, I would just target wide receivers and pull together scraps from the uh, running back heap. Maybe get one good one. But after that, whatever happens. And also, it's hard for me to say because Alex is the same way. We just trade our whole teams anyways after draft day. So I was like, I don't really know. I would also say just don't fall in love with players. Be willing to trade anybody. They're expendable objects. Everyone meet them. Everybody (laughs) is expendable. Everybody. Yeah, I was traded away Justin Jefferson last year to me. For a win. <laughs> I had to do it for a win, and I got one. And I got rid of Jamar Chase. I mean, you just flip-flop people all and around. And then he got hurt when Trade. I had him. You know, things so. I traded, I don't know, I traded a lot of good players last year. All right. So, let you know how it goes after this uh, draft. Good luck to everyone in their drafts, and um, try to avoid the end of preseason injuries or training camp injuries. What are you wearing, Evan? You know what we have to wear. I know. A I was vest. just curious about what you're wearing. Is anyone going to wear a vest? I'm not wearing a vest. Like, are you wearing the full suit, tie, matching pants, the full shebang as the commissioner? I don't own a suit. Are you? Are you? I'm a, sports, I'm a sports coat and not matching pants guy. Yes. Well, you can match for black that. with a black. Yeah, or you could wear a different colors. My point. I might but wear yeah. gray top. Oh, mm. we have a gray blazer. Yeah. That is sexy. Mm. I really want a blue suit. That's what I really want. I just got one. I really want a blue. Very nice. I don't think I'll wear that, but. Yeah, I don't so really know what I'm going to wear. Um, all right. News and notes again, kind of flying through these here. Um, first one that has happened since is Jameson Williams. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to talk about him here yes. and hopefully not have to speak about him until we see him play on a game. I really do not want to talk about him anymore after this segment because I'm just tired of it. I have JMO fatigue, uh, but he did injure himself. He hurt his hamstring, and he's going to be done for the preseason, obviously. And he's going to potentially, I think they're going to find a loophole, but there's murmurs that he cannot receive treatment from our team doctor since he's suspended. Uh, I think they'll find a loophole because that seems pretty messed up to do, but we'll see what happens. Your guys' thoughts on JMO as a whole, this instance, Evan, I want to hear from you because you've probably been the most advocate thrown around the bust word, which it's getting hard to argue against at this point. I'm not going to say it yet, but you can't can't live in la-la land forever. So, Evan, what did you think when um, you saw this news hit your feet? Injury, it's something where he can't, like, it's not really his fault. It happened. He pulled his hamstring. Probably gate grade three hamstring pull, shut him down for the preseason. Obviously, I would say that he would be back before that just because it's a hamstring injury, but he is serving his six game suspension. 
plenty of time for him to heal, but also plenty of time not to get game speed ready. But he was kind of game speed ready last year when he showed up. He scored a touchdown the first game and blown coverage. Um, and I think it's going to be one of those things where you might as well use him before we're going to lose him. Um, this is year two with him. He's going to be out with more games than he did play. I don't think he's going to get his fifth-year option. So you're going to have him for two more years after this. And if he gets hurt in his fourth year, he gets hurt in his fourth year. So let him run the table for the last 11 games that we have on this regular season. Like, throw him into the fire and, like, catch the ball and run, dude. Like, you are worth the whatever we got him at, like, 11 or 12, I think. 15 or 16, well, something yeah. like that. So He's top 12, I think. He needs to make an immediate impact when he gets back, and everybody everybody will forget about his suspension. If he's like the second best wide receiver <laughs> on our team in the last 11 games, everybody will forget about his suspension. Mm, he's out for the first game against simple. the Chiefs, and it sounds like Chris Jones is going to be out for the Chiefs, so, you know, I'll take it. Jackson Smith hmm. and Jigba might be out when we play Seattle. Anyways. Uh, I, t- three... I'm very over the whole thing. I mean, I pounded the table for JMO when we drafted him. So now it's getting mm-hmm. difficult to continue to do that. Agree with Evan. It's not oh. injuries happen, whatever. Uh, you, go ahead. My last point is like, I basically like don't even see him as like a lion. Because we be- <laughs> really, really yeah. truly never see him. So like we're doing great We've without him. So two, two plays. Correct. It was, trust me, it was awesome to see him score that first touchdown because we were there. The Green Bay touchdown would have been electric. <laughs> if it didn't uh, get called back, yes. Yeah. For yeah. a hands of the face, yeah, that I was, was never very, very excited for a good 10 seconds. I was flipping out. Yeah. Anyway. I just don't see so, him, yeah. like, basically as a line. I just see him as somebody. I think for all of us, like, yes, this is all annoying, blah, blah, blah. But like Evan said, once he's healthy and he's contributing and doing what he's supposed to do assuming he will no promises at this point then yeah you won't remember any of this i mean you might remember it but it's not going to matter the problem is you know how many setbacks can you have before it gets to the point where brad and dan don't want you i don't like think they, i don't said, think they like, can give up on him to a fifth year they can't because of the capital, but at the same time, they don't have the time to fifth year, correct? Like I said, but like they can't give them up on after this year. They're just stuck like with him because back, of the draft capital. Week seven, right? He's six game suspension. Yeah, he comes back week seven and gets injured like right away, and then is done for the year. Like, yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen at that point. Could be it. Like they'll obviously give him a chance, but it, it's given me like Kadarius Tony vibes. Mm. Like yeah, there's like four a flash in the pans, but like ultimately you're always just not there. Like, what's the percent chance in your mind right now that it's it's I'm just gonna put an, I'm gonna put an arbitrary label on it because I don't know. Like, we got to put a number on it that like he's gonna have a thousand yard season with the Lions. 26% chance. I was going to say 30. It's, it's not it's good. Fun. Yeah. No, it can't be I'm, because we haven't seen anything. I'm hanging at 50 50 because I was just, 50/50. I don't want to give up. But like, and also, like, the comments I from understand. coaches aren't great either. 
No, and like this particular instance was like annoying me because I had the initial reaction too. So I should say I have a fan brain where they're like, oh, he was going to miss these six games anyway. So what does it matter if he's hurt? Like I, I do understand the point. But then as much as we made, made fun of him, Alex Caputo, your guy, he did write a pretty spicy article saying at this point, the pick that was made for him is an indefensible pick. And he's not wrong. And I saw him catching slack from people on Twitter being like, Caputo, you're such a hater. Like, what do you mean? It's like, no, he he laid out a very thing. Like Christian Watson went at pick 34, which is a pick we gave up to get JMO. And Christian Watson, I would love to have Christian Watson healthy to go on this team this year. He would impact us trying to win a Super Bowl right now. Yeah. And he was at pick 34. You look at the guys who went in front of JMO, nothing you could do, but Garrett Wilson and Olave going in front hurts. Jahan Dotson going at 16th. Kyle Hamilton, Jordan Davis going right after. There's just impact players that would be helping this team make a push for the NFC Championship game from the jump that we just have to wait on this pick at 12, that we have no clue that we're probably less than 50 50% chance that we actually think he'll do anything long-term with this team. And it sucks. It's, it does suck because you see it on paper and he could be a, a top – 12 talent at wide receiver in this league easily with the gifts that he has, but it's like the mix of doing dumb things. And also the injury, like you're not going to ever bat bake in an injury with someone, but the ACL injury, and then he's hurt both hamstrings in camp already. Cause he hurt his other one and missed a couple practices. And then he hurt this one and it's even worse. So I just don't know what to think. Spin zone. Spin zone. Cause we need him. Um, not every player that we draft from Alabama is like that. Right. We have, an, we have a good one that will contribute as a rookie. Two. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. And some, well, yeah, they're both better. Oh, yeah. I'd argue Jameer Gibbs um, is Jamison Williams, but better. So maybe we'll just all forget about him and we'll just associate the two as one. The thing is we can never forget because it was such a ballsy move in the draft where you gave up a lot to go get this guy and he's done nothing. We're still, as we talked about with Chief in the hot seat discussion, you know, still early. Just the one thing time. that Evan said makes me feel better about JMO is he kind of is like a plug and play guy, assuming he's remotely healthy. Is that you, can you don't even have to have him catch passes, but just like run deep routes to open the cushion underneath for Amonra and uh, Laporta and whatnot. Like just draw attention because of how fast you are as you get acclimated in week seven, eight, nine. That's why I think I said in our group chat that I'm not going to really try to judge him until week. 13 which i know is almost the end of the season but like if he has a slow first few games after week seven it's like you kind of expect but the crazy thing is we're going to be like all right year three is like the first year we're excited for jmo and it's like well, said, we are not going to talk about two him years the season next year if he does nothing again this year we'll talk about him but it won't be like excited it'll just be like all right whatever we have him we don't know yeah. what he is which sucks but yeah here's the hoping um, that it'll be all right Here's the hoping. To uh, other lines news quickly, preseason games don't mean anything. Um, people were dragging Teddy Bridgewater, but our offensive backup offensive lines trash. So like, who cares? Um, Jack Campbell is rated out very good on PFF. Dog. He's been playing a lot. He's been leading the team in tackles. I'm kind of trying to get a feel for whether or not he's going to start over Derek Barnes. But if he wins the job, 
he'll take over the job soon enough. I want to see Jack Campbell play, but if Derek Barnes has earned it in the coach's eyes, fine, so be it. I think Jack Campbell, it'll be his job eventually. They're um, both going to play a lot. So I wrote down sign Jason Moore. I don't know who Jason Moore is, but we He's signed him because we need wide receiver depth. And then Brian Branch hit because that was still a show from the Giants game. But the tweet today that Alex was alluding to from Jeremy Reisman at Detroit Online, this sounds sick. I would have loved to have been there for this. The Lions did a live tackling game today, essentially, just at practice between two teams. football game. Ones and ones. And his takeaway was that Brian Branch might be the best defensive player on the team, which is stunning to think. Like, So he's already better than CJ DJ. And Hutchinson and that is like, awesome and, news. Like some people will be like, "Well, oh, maybe we should be worried the rest of the defense stinks." No, I think this is a massive positive. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm taking this as he's just that good, just not straight. That, dog. Like other people are bad. You which, guys saw the video of Brad Holmes yep. reacting when that hit happened, right? No, I did not see it. Yeah, he basically he didn't even react. He was just like, "Yeah, you know, we see that a lot." So that's just how you know, like he's just straight dog. Yeah. So that's awesome. So he, that I guess he's going to be interesting. There's going to be an int- there's going to be an odd man out that we were probably expecting to play, but if this kid's be legit, f- he's legit. Our first two series on like defense is just going to be seeing who's actually like on the field, not even like what the plays Tracy are. Tracy Walker is not starting for this team. I don't think he will, just because of. Well, I don't not. think Kirby Joseph will. He start. was our best defensive player two years ago. Well, here's what they can do. I don't think, Kirby Joseph, they, I don't think Kirby Joseph will start. I do. I don't think he's fast enough. They like to do – well, they like to do this Best thing where – um, um, whatchamacallit. He's not as big. They do like uh, the NASCAR package. They have like five down linemen and then one linebacker. So Tracy could be the other linebacker in that case since he's a bigger guy. And he can hit. And tackles better. But Brian Branch will hit and cover. And, and, CJ and play quarterback. So – Brian Branch is the best player on this team. Is there a Swiss Army knife on defense? I'm excited. He's like Honey Badger. He's going to be a game changer. I knew he was that guy when he stayed for day two of the draft. People don't do that. And when he walked out, I was like, this guy's going to be awesome. You really wanted Kyle Hamilton instead of J-Mo. But Brian Branch is going to be better than Kyle Hamilton. So why not have I see what you're doing there, but they're kind of like apples and oranges. Well, they both play a Swiss Army knife and roll domino effect of we could have used the pick for something else though. Yeah, JMO when he scores 15 touchdowns next season. And Brian 15? Branch when he's the best defensive player in the no, league, he's going to be like a fantasy wide receiver. Buda Baker, Honey Badger. Yeah, Buda Baker's about to be a free agent. Or we could just trade for Buda Baker if we wanted to. No, we have to, our safeties are better than him. I'll give him all Kirby Joseph. Um, yeah, I would too. Sorry, Kirby. Sorry. Uh, Who does a guy? Kane Thorne was named starting quarterback for Auburn. Evan, thoughts? Hey, Love Evan, to hear it. That's my quarterback. Quick starting quarterback in the SEC, baby. I did look at Chief the schedule. Was, the first uh... game is UMass. Ew. So that's a cakewalk. <laughs> so, uh... Chief was talking not nicely about Peyton Thorne, and your coward ass did not say a word about your allegiance to Peyton Thorne, and I thought that was just... He was going on comical. a little rant about... He was comparing... I wanted you to say something. No, he was saying how the quarterbacks have to compare to Peyton Thorne in, like, the SEC. Like, the coaches had to stand up to, like, their decision. Peyton Thorne outperforms in Auburn. He also said that Thorne throwing four picks against Minnesota was a joke and he should have been benched. And you sat there 
in seven. I haven't seen he left the game. We left the game. Like anything could have happened in the second half, and I would have agreed to it. Alex, we were upset after the first guy. quarter. Just thought you would defend your guy a little more. Look, so I hope he listens no. to this whole show, hears this segment, and then is like, "Wow, Painthorn is my guy." Really Michigan State would guarantee you win eight games this upcoming year if Painthorn was a starting quarterback. You're out of your mind. No, that's just a fact. Think, if you think Michigan State is going to win five games, which you've said on the record multiple times, yes, you're thinking in your head that Peyton Thorne is a plus three wins for this for team. this Yes, for this roster, yeah, absolutely. Did you watch him play quarterback last year? Yeah. The same team that won five games in an easier schedule, and he played every angry. single game. It wasn't all his well, fault. He's not – yes, Evan, because he's not a guy that can win you an additional three games, and you know it. I can't wait Well, thank God that he freaking played against Washington because he was the only reason we were still in the game. Yeah, thank God it was an L, and it doesn't matter. Chalk it up. Because the defense didn't show up. Listen, play calling still ass. Peyton Thorne is not a three plus three win guy. He would guarantee eight wins. You're out of your You have a quarterback battle between all the games if he was still the starting quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be losing the quarterback matchups. Why did we win five games last year, Evan? Because entire schedule was bad. So what changed? You're right. Nothing. Yeah. Jay Johnson didn't get fired. We so got we, we got worse games. at quarterback. We got worse at so quarterback. So we should win two. You you need to change your prediction. We're going two and ten. <laughs> because Peyton Thorne's a three win guy. So drop three wins. We lost him. We got worse we on were five. Off, seven our offense is a lot worse, but our defense is better. So two? So Our three top nine. three offensive guys from last year are gone. We're winning five games. We already automatically win three because Rutgers, Richmond, and Central. We're already at three wins. If Peyton Thorne was on this team, we're not winning eight games. We're winning eight we're games. We're going to win eight games. We're going to win eight games this year because the quarterback was Peyton better Thorne than Peyton Thorne was on the team. We would guarantee winning games. This is what will prove it besides this the Iron the Bowl. Original. We need Peyton Thorne to keep the job well. going into week four because look at this guy. Dude, it is miserable. It is at, murder's row. Well, Texas A&M's over. Texas A&M. Texas A&M's overrated. He can win that game. They got a lot of Jimbo right. Fisher's the biggest fraud. At, though, at 12th man, home versus the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> He's going to be so <laughs> in that game. I can't wait to watch that wait, football game. Wait, it's going to be on CBS. It's going to be on ESPN. It's going to be 7 o'clock oh, ESPN damn. game. damn. Can't wait for that game. So he Buckle gets those up. two. Bye week at Death Valley LSU Tigers out of the bye. Jaden Daniels, high <laughs> trophy winner this year. Dead. And then home versus Ole Miss. Ole Miss Four is ranked opponents in a row. Yeah, they'll they don't have a defense. He can light them up on his own. He never downs where he week, misses LSU. the tight end across the middle. I need and to see he's gonna go two and two of those games. games. He's gonna go two and two. He's gonna lose to Georgia and LSU, but he's gonna beat Texas A and M and Ole Miss. For any Peyton Thorne loyalists out there, I actually I have no I idea would just, about Auburn's roster, so I have no idea. I would just point you in the direction of Peyton Thorne's first game, fully healthy against Western Michigan last year, specifically the final drive of the second half. The guy is not a plus three win quarterback, guy. plus three, and everyone knows it. For this Michigan State You're team, he's plus three now. with the quarterbacks that we have. You don't know that, Evan. Uh-huh. We'll find out. I'm excited to see this play. I'm glad he won the job. I am super happy um, for him. He looks awesome. No, I'm happy for him. New I mean, he made the right decision. I saw on his Instagram. He, he, he wouldn't have won the job. Bag, too. 
Uh, I wonder if he has a burger down there. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> MSU liquor sales. We talked about that with Chiefs. So we don't need to spend too much time, but very exciting overall. Did the big house get it as well? And I just missed it? Or was it only for Michigan State so far? University has to get in running. Yeah. Oh, they're I'm never going to. Sure I don't go to games there, though, so it doesn't matter. It simply does not matter. I watch those games you're on still TV. one year for the 100,000 people. You're making money. No, I've been oh there. They had 102% yeah. attendance last year. You didn't see. Oh, I forgot. They had 125,000 people in their they stadium. 102%. They had more fans than seats last year. The... Jim Branson finally gave up his 15 spots he took up. The season tickets. The season <laughs> I mean, that was the meanest fat joke I've ever heard. (laughs) All right, well, Uh, I'm going to leave it in. He defended both. We're getting off the rails. Last year, if you had season tickets to Michigan, it had to be the worst year in history to have season tickets. There was like zero. There was only like one or two marquee games, and they were blowouts. Like there was nothing fun about season tickets last year. Your best game was the noon Illinois game. And like nobody was there because it was miserable weather. And the best game was Penn State, and they won by like twenty five. So the night game versus Hawaii was awesome, wasn't it? Forget JJ. Sorry, it was not. People were not Um, getting out of their parking spot until like one or two a.m. of that game. (laughs) Uh, We're not talking about Tigers. Tweet of the week, Jerry Donardo. I just wanted to toot you guys up a little bit. I met Jerry. I've had a conversation with Jerry. Kissed him. How was he? <laughs> He's a really nice guy. He, uh, I don't, I'm not seeing the tweet right now, but basically he said that on their Big Ten tour, Michigan State was the most improved team that they had seen. Does that get you guys going for this season or no? My simple answer would be last year when they went to training camp, we had five offensive linemen healthy and we couldn't even go. Um, like we couldn't do 11 v 11. So I'm sure it looked better when you had like a full team. Like it's you're saying they didn't. I'm saying there was, there was a lot to improve on. You, the bar was so low what they saw last year to what they saw this year. Like it simply could not have been worse. <laughs> the Nari was holy shit, Mel. You got a full football. Holy team. shit, you have guys here this year practicing. That is something though. Jots down his notebook. Very improved. <laughs> Potentially most improved. Um, it's good um, to hear. I hope like the defense really is positive. most improved. Or depth there on defense. I'm 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 looking forward to our defense. Offense not so much. Michigan State's gonna be sneaky talented and big this year. It's the most talent and size that this roster has seen in some time. Sneaky and big. Mm. All right. The, I mean, size wise, um, I saw a tweet <laughs> that girth. The average size of our D line last year was like six three two seventy five, and now it's like six five three oh five. That's because Mel Tucker has his little body chart. Yep. I mean, two inches and 20 pounds is nothing <laughs> just, to scoff at. I mean, two inches is ginormous. It's almost, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go down that road of um, other famous people that had um, extreme requirements for. Listen, it might not appearance. work. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it works. I'm just going to say, at least like when you walk into a football game, you're not like. Size intimidated. Like there's you guys, nothing. You guys worse. look good off the bus. There's you guys nothing look good off the worse bus. in high school basketball when we get off the bus and we look at the other team and we're like, "Holy, <laughs> we have no chance tonight." Austin Davis, coach. How am I going to get up there? No, they were not scary. They had one guy. It's more, more so the, the Lincolns of the world. 
Freshman year, uh, you guys don't remember when we got off, and they're all six five, and we're all five four. They were dunking in like warm ups. Yeah, so like, we're like, that's illegal. We still we can't up. do this. Like, <laughs> you lose the game before it starts. At least Michigan State is big enough where they then that's not going to happen. Hell yeah. Um, quickly, we talked about with Chief again. Common theme here about Harbaugh's no longer. Or no, he is suspended now, right, Alex? I did not correct that. He he was not suspended because the NCAA didn't know what they were doing and said, "I don't think we can do this." So it got kicked down the road. So Michigan decided they're going to self-suspend Harbaugh. I think this is going to lead to him getting suspended like two more games next year. I'm going to be pissed if that happens because this should put in this should be it. What they're doing this year, if Urban Irby got suspended like what three games for Zach Smith's problems and it was a self-ban by Ohio State, this should be enough. As tired as you guys are about JMO, I am more tired about this bullshit <laughs> Jim Harbaugh suspension during the preseason because it doesn't even matter. It's all a waste of time. Grant, let's say you There's don't. No make, one should waste. Grant, let's say you don't make the playoffs somehow. Would you rather just have Jim just? I'm just would you rather have Jim just get suspended for the bowl game? Oh hell yes, bowl games. Grant doesn't playoff, don't think matter. bowl games oh, matter. Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. During the, the Rose Peach Bowl, bowl victory, he just did not matter. Peach Bowl didn't matter. Is the Rose Bowl might be a playoff game this year? I think we're due. Okay, Peach Bowl victory did not matter to Grant. Everyone remember that. Correct, because no good players played. Payne Thorne did. That's not true, but like the marquee guys. Know, Payne Thorne's not a Spartan. He'll be playing um, in that stadium on December, whatever day it is. For what? The SEC <laughs> championship game. In an actual football sense, though, this suspension, I like this because 100%. when he got suspended by the N- by the NCAA, a lot of the reports out of camp was the players and staff was using that as fuel, kind of like Tom Brady a la Deflategate, just like, this is bullshit, we're going to use it to fuel us. Then that all went away, and I felt, oh, we're getting – I kept seeing quotes about the team looking cocky, saying we're going to be blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. Let's humble ourselves a little bit, self-imposed suspension. I think they can still – convince themselves that it's the NCA making them do that. They'll be pissed off. I like teams that have an edge. We'll get to this next week when we like get into like predictions of our teams. I'm a little in an uncomfortable spot with this Michigan team, so I like this little bit of adversity going into the season. That's what I enjoy. Um, App State, baby. Alex doesn't want to talk about this, but the Tigers are absolutely raking the young core of green, torque, and carpenter. It's very exciting to watch. Alex, um, they're not I actually watching. tuned into a Alex, game Torkelson last is night. On a I watched tear. the Cubs game. Listen. It's awesome. I'm happy for the young guys. Torkelson is on a tear. On, on the management and the ownership of this franchise. Well, we have a new guy in charge. Did he mess up the trade deadline? Yes. yes he but. absolutely <laughs> butchered the trade deadline, so now I already don't have faith in him. Crazy stat from August 20th. Two days ago, the Tigers have a better chance of reaching the postseason than either the Yankees or the Angels, according to the playoff odds from ESPN. That's absurd to say at this point. They're not going to make the playoffs, but at least we're better than those teams. Did you guys see that our new GM traded a guy that threw a no-hitter like a week later? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah sure. And then didn't get um, rid of the guy that we needed to get rid of? Circumstances. Oh. Well, we don't have a GM. He's VP of baseball operations. I laugh every time I see Torque Bomb in the chat. Alex, you love J.D. Martinez, right? You were a big Huge fan of this. Huge J.D. guy. Stat that I saw watching the broadcast, a little intel I picked up from tuning in. Belly Sports wanted to mute because he stinks, besides the point. 
the stat was that uh, Torque is the first Tiger since J.D. Martinez in 2015 to have eight home runs over a 12-game span. So he's on a historic tear for this franchise. He's like right tied for first in the, I mean, you have to in the majors in home runs since June 1st. His hard hit percentage has gone up 10 Torque. points since June 1st. He leads the major leagues in home runs on breaking balls. That's awesome. I'm not against the development of our young guys. So I'm happy. For we're all just going to get torque we're bomb tattoos. Not just development. You know what I hate? Losing. We're bu- budding stars. I hate losing. Staff and we keep losing. all on yeah. ice. Like all these torque bombs. And then I look at the final score and we lost 8-7. So it's just also wild, disheartening. Wild that not going to get into it too deep. But objectively, wish Austin the best. Insane that his brother has played in a Tigers uniform more recently than Austin Meadows had. That was he crazy is watching that. I was like, oh, that's two for three. I forgot. He's in the MLB. Oh, called Good for him. He got hosed last night in the game. Um, called him out on a pitch that was way outside the strike zone. Felt bad for the kid in his debut. What are we seven um, games back still? Yeah, we're not making the playoffs, but we're going to probably finish with a better record than last year, which is a huge testament to this team because we were all down on them going into this year. So credit to this team for battling. They still suck. Not their fault. They still suck. It's the ownership. Um, all right. Joining us now on this week's show, a special guest, a repeat guest, we were talking before you joined, Chief, that we think outside of our friends that we just have come on, you are the first repeat guest that we've had. So that's that's something. That's an honor. Um, wanted to get you on before football season started. So without further ado, you know him as, I will call him the king of Michigan State Twitter. I think that's fair to say, at Odell Bredham Jr., Chief of Propaganda. Welcome on. Thank you for the very nice introduction. Yeah, it's a... Tremendous honor that I'm the first repeat guest that isn't in a friend group. So yeah. definitely adding that to, that to my Twitter bio. There you go. LinkedIn page maybe as well. Maybe <laughs> throw that on there too. <laughs> um, Evan, I'm going to leave it to you. You you had some spicy questions in the oh. show, Doc, that you want to get off your chest. Ooh, I want you to start, go for you better it. start yeah. with that. I want you to take the shingles off. No, you don't have to. You can ask whatever you want. Let's do it. Get into you, it. You want to start with the first yes. question. Okay, my first question is, when or how is Jay Johnson going to get fired? <laughs> you know, that, that I was not expecting that. I thought you were going to ask who the quarterback's going to be. Um, well, that's an easy question. So, you know what? To answer your question, I, I think it's going to come down to the quarterback. Like, if if you go with – because obviously, like, the narrative right now is Peyton Thorne's gone. He's starting at Auburn. That's kind of the narrative right now. And whoever Michigan State plays, they – have to be either equal to or better than Peyton Thorne. So I think if they, depending who they go with, that I think the quarterback's going to get him fired. Like, I think that it's that simple. And it sounds like we're going to have a really good defensive line this year. So the offense isn't putting up 25, 30 points a game. Um, I don't see him coming back next year. We had two haters. I like Jay Johnson. Like, I, I think no, his work in 2021 so. was really good. I just think last year, like, some of the, the the play calling, I think the loyalty to Peyton Thorne was kind of befuddling to me. I don't know if like uh, if you guys watched like the Minnesota game where he had like four turnovers and they kept trotting him out there, and then he's saying after the game, "I'm injured," and they wouldn't play a different quarterback. I'm thinking like, <laughs> man, what does he have blackmail on the coaches or something? So yeah, I I, I don't know what's going on, but I, I think everyone's jobs on the line this year, for being honest. 
Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a noted Kim Sanity guy, uh, also a Michigan <laughs> fan. I should remind for those listeners that Chief pulls in, so I'm the one Michigan fan of the show. I love Kim Sanity. I am looking forward to hopefully seeing more snaps of him this year. Um, separate question, totally different 180. Your Twitter account saw this recently. Uh, your bookmarks folders. I'm a huge bookmarks guy. I yep. love that you have it sorted out. Is that a feature of Twitter Blue? Because I don't think we have that ability. Yes, it is. It, okay. I have about 11 or 12 different folders, subfolders there. So yeah, I've <laughs> got, got some pretty good ammo. Um, yeah, the, the the one that I shared is probably the most like family friendly, uh, family friendly one. So I just <laughs> kept it at that one. There's got to be one called. <laughs> Listen, that, that folder, folder would be. He said something today. I think he uh, he predicted like Michigan State's going to go four and eight, and the biggest upset of the year is going to be Iowa winning at the whiteout. So um, the folder, that folder, if it existed, would be much larger today. Do you have a estimation of how many tweets you think you have bookmarked sitting here in August? <laughs> um, about like okay, in general, it's got to be like a couple hundred. Um. I mean, a lot of them are like snippets of like, I, I like music. So if I like hear like a Travis Scott snippet or a Kanye snippet or something like I'll, I'll just like bookmark that. But mm. sports wise, yeah, that was that, that my fingers are tired. I'll just say that. <laughs> it's almost like you see these accounts with um, thousands of people that they blocked. That's me mm-hmm. with book, bookmarks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you personally have anybody blocked? Are you a, a blocker on Twitter or on X? Yeah, I'm still getting used to that. Um, I, I try not to. It's only when somebody goes like so above and beyond that they're just like seemingly a bad person. Or I know I, I blocked a lot of people back in 2019 when the Red Wings were kind of going through the process of potentially bringing back Steve Eiserman. So every time I would Twitter search like Eiserman's name, it would just be a bunch of accounts called Eiserman fan, Eiser plan and all this stuff. So I, anybody with Eisenman in their name, I block them just so I can like only see tweets with like actually Steve Eisenman content. Very interesting. So good for those people if they're listening to know that it wasn't personal. You just had <laughs> no. a just, wrong name, wrong time. Just needed to figure some things <laughs> out. Yeah, I just got to had a track of Eisenman. Um, I'm curious from uh, your connections to the program. Congratulations on going to the Jersey reveal event. That looked like a fantastic event. Dude, it was um, so much fun. So much yeah. fun. Yeah. Talk about that if you want for a little bit, because that that's what I mean, I'm excited to see those jerseys in action this year. Incredible. Yeah, so I'll preface it by saying I in general, I'm not a fan of like black uniforms. I just don't think they look all that great. I think in, in, in theory they're always better. I think really the one that stood out to me in the past is the Detroit Lions one. I think it was in two thousand seven. I think that's like the top Lions jersey ever, but um, so yeah, when I got invited to the event, I just got a DM saying like, Hey, it's going to be this day, this place, this time. Don't tell anybody. Like, okay, I can do that. Hmm. So then, yeah, we show up and it was at uh, the Wharton center at Michigan state. And that's my first time in there. And they just kind of had like the bike director talk and I'll talk talk. And in the, in the room, they had donors, they had, uh, social media people, they had current players, former players and, uh, families. So it, it was pretty intimate setting there. And. Yeah, they just started doing unveiling a different stuff, and then they kind of did this old Steve Jobs one more thing, and yeah, they brought out the jerseys and were able to get some pretty up close looks at them, and they they did a really nice job. Hmm. Do Very you cool. wear a mask around these people? 
because you know you got to keep your identity um so how do, how do you go about that yeah so that that was interesting because you had people that were trying to figure out like who i was that night uh from mm-hmm. different sections of twitter so they were comparing pictures that posted to pictures they saw of people in the background so apparently like seven 17 different people are actually me now but no i didn't i didn't wear a mask nice. there um i was just there like we got to bring like a plus one so i brought one of my best friends from back home and uh i, I knew most of the guys and girls that were uh invited as they call them social media influencers um kind of did to test the word influencer but um <laughs> yeah so i i i've met those people before so uh, they knew who I was, and yeah, it was just a really cool event. And I tried not to let like the anonymity thing get in the way of having a good time because, yeah. it, like, like it, obviously it's a fine line of wanting to stay anonymous, but also trying to enjoy like the cool things that have been offered to me. Mm-hmm. Do you plan to be anonymous forever? Sorry, Evan, but I, no, I, I, know. I, I actually don't. Um, I, I've, I mean, people can. Yeah, I, I don't plan to stay anonymous forever. Um, maybe I'll do the unveiling on your show one day, but uh, we'll we'll see. Big Huge. clicks, wow! <laughs> Huge. Yeah, if I do it, I'll do it on your show. Uh, that that's a promise. Deal. Sounds wow. Like a plan. Done. Huge. <laughs> um, I guess based off of the event, um, when are we gonna first see the black uniforms on the field? Ooh, or when do you think cool. they're gonna show up? I mean, I would love it for be, to be the Michigan game. Um, I would love oh. to just, like, black out the woodshed at night, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, I guess, yeah. when do you guys want to see them? There. But Washington. I would like to Washington see Washington work. First, like, primetime game. Like, Central, it'd be, like, start off the season with a bang, but you you want to save those for kind of a bigger yes. play. No, no, yeah. no disrespect to Central Michigan, but, I mean, I think the Washington game, it's – to me, that's probably the most important game of the Mel Tucker tenure outside of the Michigan game in 2021. Like, if you win that game, it could catapult you to nine, ten wins potentially, um, but you lose. And there's going to be some interesting conversations being had. That leads me into a question. <clears throat> it was actually a listener question last week, but I haven't asked having a grant yet either. But. Oh. The question was, do you think Michigan State is more likely to go 2-10 and 10 or 10-2? and two? <laughs> Just the, the complete extremes. Okay, I'm, I'm a, like, in general, I'm a glasses-full type person, like, um, very optimistic, but if I'm being as honest as possible, 10-2. and two. I, I just don't see, like, I mean, it's just so hard for me to, like, see them lo- only winning two games, but I guess I didn't see them only winning five last year, and honestly, probably could have been three. Um, yeah, that's that, that's tough. I'm I'm gonna lean ten and two just because I'm I'm trying to stay positive for the season. But <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah I'll go ten and two. Evan, I need to hear your answer too while we're at it. More re- realistic. It, I mean, I'm have us hovering around five hundred, but I guess. 10 and 2 would be more realistic because you have a chance to upset some teams. You should have beat Indiana last year. Maryland, the offense didn't show up. You did beat Illinois. You beat Wisconsin. So I would say 10 and 2 if you're more optimistic. Michigan fan Grant? This is tough. I don't want to give away. I don't want to give away. I looked at the schedule today. 
like a sicko because this was from a michigan fan by the way the question and he said it was obvious to intent was it from cody with a k no oh (laughs) the slot envy um okay no brother i was looking and there was like putting your games and your guys's games in buckets of like what i would say really almost no chance to win to like 50 50 to like should win and based on going through that, I feel like I have to say 10 and 2 because there's at least three wins on there, like at the bare minimum. So that would rule out 2 and 10. So I guess I'd say 10 and 2, but. You'd have to. You have to say yeah. 10 and 2. So I think that's the only be... correct answer. So I think everyone got it right. All right. Good for us. We passed. <laughs> um, I got a question. I was going to ask selfishly a defensive question later on for Alex and Evan, but I want to ask you chief and Alex and Evan, you can go as well after him. Um, it's a game called fill in the blank. I only have one uh, prompt best player on MSU defense this year will be Malik Spencer. Malik Spencer. I don't know who that is. Can you fill me in? <laughs> and, uh, I believe he's from Buford, Georgia. He was a yeah, freshman oh, last year. He, he came, he was very, he, he was sought after, but he's kind of like one of those Georgia three stars where he's right on the fringe of getting the Georgia offer, but they probably took like five, five stars over him. So we, yeah, we got tough. him down there and he came in and he was injured most of the year, but he's a guy that you hear his name through practice all the time. He's starting at strong safety this year. And um, yeah, he actually had an interview today and he said he's going to be an all American at the end of the year. So he's very, very Ooh. confident young man. He's kind of got that dog in him as a like defensive back. So um, I'm going to trust his word. Well, yeah, that's hard to top. I would not Another, have said that. Another uh, unheralded three-star recruit from Georgia, Kamar Baldwin for the Butler Bulldogs. So I like I like what Malik Spencer has going for him. <laughs> Kamar was one Butler of the best players in program history. I remember the Butler thing. Oh, yeah. He I'll should still be in the NBA, but... I'll never forgive Butler for <laughs> their crimes against Michigan State, but... That was yeah, a foul. Alex... They pretty foul and Muggery. I wasn't a fan at that time, so I claimed ignorance, but it did. It was a foul. <laughs> um, Alex, <laughs> go ahead. With the best uh, player on MSU defense will be, I think the easy answer would be Jacoby Winman. So I'll go with that one mm. because that seems safe. Nice. And I'll let Evan really. Good answer. I'll let Evan get deep in the bag if he wants deep to. Deep in my bag. I don't really. Can't get deeper than Malik Spencer, ben, probably. Van so. Summer, and oh, you can't no. say that this year. Can't say that. Um, I mean, I could pay just a safe one. I'm gonna say Simeon Barrow. Mm. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one too. Good player. Defensive tackle, leading like that him. front line, run stuff. For... A little tit, a little tidbit on him is um, a lot of teams around the country tried to get him to go to the portal in the spring or even in the winter. So um, oh. he's very highly thought of in the college football community. But it's a good tidbit. That, that that's a good pick. I like that pick. Well, thanks for saying. What's your around. answer? Um, because you know, I'm like four go, players on the defense. So well, let's see. we're not doing Marquis Lowry. He's the obvious <laughs> answer. Um, I don't know if Chief probably doesn't know that inside joke. That's a deep cut. That Marquis Lowry is potentially the most attractive man in college football. <laughs> oh, he, he, listen, he's beautiful. He looks like that. There was that magazine years ago of what the ideal human's gonna look like in like forty years. That's Marky Lowry. Yeah. He's, well, he's, he's a good-looking man. Everyone agrees. Um, 
I got one flashy name that I just like the kid and he thought he'd go to Michigan for a little bit would be Dylan Tatum. I don't know if he actually will be Mm -hmm. the best player. That seems like a stretch, but I just like him. So I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah, it sounds like he he could potentially be starting here and local kid. So that's always kind of an upside pick. A notch out there. Yeah, I, I like that one. Now, the real question that I think we just we have been beating around the bush and we haven't asked. Who's who's going to start week one? And who's going to start week 13? Mm. <laughs> I mean, so, okay, let's say if if I was the offensive coordinator, if I was Mel Tucker, to me, I, I think the decision is relatively easy. If if it's anywhere, like unless Noah Kim is worlds better than Kaden Hauser, I, I would be going with Kaden Hauser. I just don't see why you wouldn't go with your own guy and going with, Somebody who I like. Listen, no Kim. When he's played, he he's played well. Like he's come out, he's he's slung the ball around. But at the end of the day, like how long? How many quarterbacks can Mel Tucker play that aren't his? Like Rocky Lombardi, Coach Antonio, uh, Peyton Thorne, Coach Antonio. Um, now potentially Noah Kim. Like uh, you're starting to sense a trend here where uh, Mel's not necessarily getting his own guy, and not a, that's not a bad thing. But can only rely on that for so long. So. Yeah, I, I would go with Kaden Hauser, but I think as we were recording this, I saw earlier that Justin Thin from 247 at Michigan State put out that he he's projecting right now that Kim starts game one. So whether they do the copy Jim Harbaugh and kind of do the platoon or each guy splits a half, it'll be interesting. And that's what we yeah. kind of talked about last week. We talked about how I'm in favor of not even naming a starter until the Washington game. You should beat Central. You should beat Richmond. Would you want them to do where one starts one game and one starts the other, or would you rather have them both play in both games? I can't believe these words are going to come out of my mouth, but Jim Harbaugh was right. And the way he handled the quarterback situation last year, I it, like looking back on it, it was perfect. Like I, I joked about it. I called it Mickey Mouse. I called it just like all this like goofy stuff. But listen, it – there was a clear winner in that competition. I think even um, – I forgot what the first game was, but when you saw, like, J.J. come in, like, he was so much clearly better than Cade McNamara in those snaps. Like, it, it made the decision a no-brainer. Um, I would like to see Michigan State do that. Do I think Mel Tucker is going to do that? Probably not. He just very vanilla with everything. So um, I, I actually respect what Harbaugh did there, and I hope um, – them like it clipped and everything, but it's it's the truth. <laughs> Listen, it was it was a ballsy move and it paid off. You, you got to respect it. Yeah. Little pro tip did. for MSU fans: uh, do not boo whoever loses the battle in the third quarter of the game that they're stinking, and do not do that because <laughs> that was tough tough look for everyone involved. But people at the game were booing Cade McNamara. The kid deserved better than that. <laughs> well, that's why yeah, he's gone. He won the first Big Ten championship <laughs> in twenty years. And he like broke his, he hurt his knee that game too. I think later it is. I even have to pull receipts for Alex and Evan because they were laughing during that whole stretch. As a Michigan oh, fan, I just kept saying, I don't know if this is the right thing to do, but it made those cupcake games fun to watch because the stakes felt higher. Like this year, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to watch more than like three snaps live of the Michigan games. Basically, like preseason. I just there's nothing to look for really. I mean, new guys that you want to see play, but and there's no. There's no drama. So at least you guys have that going into this year, which can be good, but also can be bad depending on how it goes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting. Like I like I said, I, does Mel Tucker 
kind of copy that formula. And listen, you could look down the road to another rival, Ohio State. What are they going to do? Are they going to do a similar thing where both guys get snaps? Like, did Jim Harbaugh like, start a new trend of how to pick a quarterback? I, I don't know. This is a lot of Harbaugh praise from you. I, it's, it makes me sick. <laughs> Well, it I took him enough it. years to find one, so I guess he was bound to find one eventually. Do you think he deserved the suspension? Yeah, let's let's <laughs> ask your thoughts on that so you can rebound and say something mean about him. Oh, Alex froze for me. He was about I think he was about to ask you if Harbaugh deserved the suspension. You know what? I I would not I'm gonna say yes, just because it's Jim Harbaugh, but in terms of I'm gonna take my Michigan State hat off here for a second. If I'm the University of Michigan, there's no way I'm self-imposing anything. I think the NCAA is toothless, and um, if if they want to try to come down with something, I would wait, let it happen in 2024. Because right this season, I mean, Michigan is either the favorite, second favorite to win the national championship, and um, I would I would try to avoid any sort of distraction possible. So yeah, I do think he should receive a very lengthy suspension, potentially the longest we've ever seen. But um, if I'm I'm Michigan, I would not have uh, self-imposed anything. Yeah, I guess my thoughts on it, because we were going to talk about it later in the show, was he, from all the things that they had done wrong, like the past year or so, he probably did deserve to sit out at least one to two games for the Mozzie Smith neglect. Um, Matt Weiss, still don't know what happened with that guy. I wonder what he's doing right now. Those two (laughs) things happening. And then... I was full on your side, Chief, of like, screw the NCA and still am. But then they must know that the NCA was going to go harder next year. And they have, I think, Texas on the non-conference slate next year. And I think they're like, let's just do it this year and not have him have to sit out the Texas game. Um, assuming he doesn't go to the NFL, which will happen every offseason, the rumors. But that has to be what they were thinking, which I'm OK with, I guess, big picture wise. Yeah, and I guess, like, the only question I would have as a Michigan fan would be, was this a unanimous decision? Like, was hard because obviously you hear the rumors that Harbaugh and Ward-Manuel, they don't get along, like, they don't talk, all this stuff, but was this a unified decision, or is it going to cause tension? Because to me, that's going to play a pivotal role in kind of how, because he still doesn't have a contract. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think it it just, it's fascinating. It's fascinating how seemingly poorly run their athletic department is, but how successful like the football team has been recently, the hockey team, basketball team outside of last year. Um, it, it It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, less serious, what's your first alcoholic beverage at Spartan Stadium going to be? You know what? I haven't seen I, – I, I know uh, an account put out a list of beverages, but you know what? I'm, I'm kind of a seltzer guy. I don't know if that's <laughs> like – I don't know that you guys. Oh, that place here. That place here. Yeah. So I don't know if you're going to have like high noons there, if you're going to have Trulies or uh, kind of what they're going to have, but I'll probably go with the seltzer. What are you you guys going to go with? If the list is accurate, I'll get a Labatt. Yeah. I'm a seltzer guy. Seltzer guy for me. The list is accurate as well. I'll probably go Coors. Mm -hmm. Solid. Whatever pairs with the melting moments. (laughs) Whatever pairs best with them. (laughs) Bring back the turkey legs. Yes. Have you guys Deep had the, There's a Sunny D seltzer that's phenomenal. I think Alex is drinking it right now. I got one. Yes. <laughs> Dude, those are so good. <laughs> good timing. I was driving around every single store trying to find them when they first like came out. Finally got my head. I bought an ungodly amount of packs. 
That I'm sure they're dangerous. I've never, you know, binge drink. <laughs> I've never drank had one. Them, I'm gonna but, have to now. Uh, they don't <clears throat> taste like alcohol. No, they don't. That's the problem. Yeah. Or not a problem. Depends. Yeah, it depends what you're looking for. <laughs> Chief, are you surprised there hasn't been, or maybe there hasn't, I've missed it, but a replica of your account for Michigan or other college fan bases? And if there is ever to be one, are you going to do efforts to shut that account down? No, I've, I've actually seen somebody tried to do one with the Michigan account and it actually seemed to be doing pretty well. I just think it kind of tailed off for a bit. Um, the off season kind of, it's difficult to come up with content. Um, I saw that Dexter high school, they have a Dexter chief of propaganda. Um, that, that was actually really funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, if anybody else wants to like mimic it or copy it, like go for it. I, I think it's funny. Like to me, social media, like I, it's just fun. So I think all the arguing and the accounts mimicking each other and whatnot, it's uh, not necessarily a bad thing. Someone not in a Michigan fan base should start one. I would follow. I, I've been fiending for some content like that from the Michigan side. Right, you it's, could start one. It's yeah. basically just the Detroit News and Free Press writers, so I guess <laughs> we have that covered. <laughs> Blue wall. Right. It's actually funny. I, I recently applied to be a community notes person on Twitter, or X, so what does very that mean? unbiased sources myself. We'll get to um, <laughs> if anybody puts out an article that isn't, I can I can add notes to it, so I, I can correct uh-huh. them. So, so like when you see like a like for example, Big Cat posted that like picture of the shark yep. in the water yesterday for the hurricane, <laughs> and someone like they wrote under it like this is not real, blah blah blah. That that'll be yeah. Real. Yeah. After Ted Cruz quote, yeah, Ted Cruz got it. Be careful. <laughs> God, that was funny. Yeah, that made community. Yeah, so like if if a writer or something puts out an article saying like Michigan beat Michigan State or in basketball, I can community notes it and say no, this didn't happen or whatever. This is not so, true. I, 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 I'm going to lose privileges so fast. Um, it, it might even result in my ban, but I'm, I'm having some fun with it for sure. But there'll at least be one or two great screenshots out there that will just live on forever <laughs> of someone seeing it and taking a picture of it. Yeah, I, it's probably a good thing some of the beat writers have blocked me um, because I would I would have a field day just kind of messing with them. But um, unfortunately, blocked by a handful of them. Which hmm. ones have uh, blocked you? We have one on, on my list. this show that we're not a fan of. Personally. Chris Solari? That'd be him. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, oh, he, he's blocked me. It's funny. I, people send me, like, his articles and everything, and because I'm not subscribed to uh, whatever he writes for. Um, and he was, like, mentioning how he didn't get invited to the Jersey unveil. He's like, yeah, they just had propaganda there. And I'm like, oh, you got it. Like, dude, at least don't block me if you're going to, like. And he was talking about his, like, he has a podcast, apparently. Um, and he's oh. like, yeah, they, they have this propaganda going on. I'm like, dude, like. It's really like no fan account should live this rent free in your head. No, the, the clips of him and I need to go watch the tunnel because the, the clips so of him. Oh it's God. just like the, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Dude, that's like the first time he's ever like broken news or done anything proactive, and he was like credit to him. He he got right in the middle. Like, <laughs> listen, I don't have any hate for Chris Larry. I just think he's like. He just hates his job, it seems like, and it's just fun to like. He's not very go good at it. No. But, That's yeah. True. He has a job. <laughs> he, so he adds character to game day. He adds character to game day. I will give him that. <laughs> Certainly oh, funny. Absolutely. And if I ever got into a fight, I would want him recording it. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, Alex, Evan, any other uh, 
football related ones? I guess. I, I mean, I, I guess so. ask, just ask you like, who's going to win the Big Ten? And mm. um, if you have a dark horse outside of probably like the top three favorite picks, if you have a dark horse, who would that be? Yeah, to win the Big Ten, I just think it's like obviously Michigan. I think is huge favorite, but I just think like them and Georgia. It's so hard to three peat in anything. It's just going to be really tough. I, I could see Michigan draw like. I, right now, I'm projecting it to be a three-way tie between Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. And then, obviously, I think Joe Klatt went over the tiebreakers. It comes down to uh, opposing divisional rivals and all that. So, I, right now, I think um, I think Penn State's going to win it. It's just I think they have ultimately the best roster overall. And I know I might get killed for saying that, but I just really love their defense, the running game, Drew Aller. I'm high on the offensive line. Just does that bozo coach just stay out of the Bad way? Coach. Can, like that that's what the, like that's what it comes down to for Penn State is like, can James Franklin just not be James Franklin for a couple games here? And if he doesn't, I think that they can win the Big Ten and a sleeper team. You know what? I've been going back and forth on this. I think Wisconsin's interesting because obviously Luke Fickle, I think mm-hmm. everyone knows he's a Grant. great coach. Tanner Mordecai's Lover. there. Um but going to the air raid offense is interesting. Like can you do that in one off season kind of with what they've built and just kind of a grounded pound style team? Like that's going to be interesting to see, like what happens with Braylon Allen? Um, so there's a lot of questions in Wisconsin, like Iowa, Don Thomas is giving them way too much love. I cannot, <laughs> dude, I can't, I can't do it. Like if, if it's an Iowa, if it's an Iowa, Michigan, big 10 championship, like listen, I, <laughs> I'm just going to have to avoid the, the internet booth. for a long time. Um, so yeah I'm dancing around this question a bit but if I had to go with a sleeper to win the Big Ten man I'm gonna go Purdue I like their new coach like it just seems like like, Purdue basketball I I hate their guts but football I've always had a soft spot they always pull off this upset whether it's Michigan State Ohio State they're always good for one so uh, you know, just let's let's go with them. Or honestly, I'm not sleeping on uh, Brett Bielma. He mm-hmm. spells his name mm-hmm. wrong, but that that man can coach football. <laughs> but we beat them last year. And we stunk. So they're good though. Can you trust they're good them? football team? You I guys did. Question. I don't go know ahead, how Alex. That game. <laughs> uh, so obviously you see it. Uh, everybody sees it. The you know. Mel Tucker's seat. He's on the hot seat, blah, blah, blah. USA Today just released an article. He was in that one for being on the hot seat. So my question to you is, if and when would you consider his seat warm? This might be an unpopular answer, but if they win anything under eight games, I think it should be hot. Like, I wouldn't even say warm. It's the fact that, and I think there's a lot of factors that go in play, like, if he goes six and six, seven and five with Noah Kim, I think that says a lot. Like, okay, I was afraid to play my own guy or my own guy I recruited. I couldn't develop him. Um, and listen, at the end of the day, like, I, I know the contract number, it's, it's always going to be talked about, but at some point, like, you're making $95 million. You, you got to start perf- performing and getting results of a $95 million coach. And to me, you can't have back to back seasons of under, eight wins like i'm not even asking for 10 and 2 right now just eight 
eight wins. Like, what do you guys think? I'm probably not that extreme, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on the extreme side here from what I've I've gathered. I try to think that you know his first year was basically nothing. Like that year was a kind of a joke, so I don't really even count that. Maybe I should, but I don't. Especially that win in Ann Arbor. <laughs> oh, that counted. That counts. Um, Russell right. and that Northwestern count. win counted too. But um, so then he, you know, gets a flash in the pan running back that you'll never see again. So that's a hard season to judge because without him, who knows what we would have done. I'm sure we wouldn't have won 11 games. And then last year was terrible, and there was a lot of coaching decisions, but there was also 10,000 injuries. So I don't know how to view it. He's still – like this year, it should be mostly his guys. So that excuse, I think, is out the window. But I would say he gets probably one more season after this one, regardless of how he does. Um, and then I would start to question if we went, if we went like six and six this year and went six and six again next year, there'd be big problems. So I guess I Alex, my my follow up to you is him not willingly changing the coaching staff, like what happened with BT Jordan leaving. Obviously, yeah. that wasn't his call. Marco Coleman, him leaving, that was not Mel Tucker's call. He kept both his coordinators. He kept Rossells, who's been the most maligned assistant coach I've ever seen since. We're not a fan of his. Um, yeah, I witnessed yeah, it just... firsthand. He's <laughs> so like, how does to me that factors into how I view his upcoming season? Like, if if you're going to go with another Mark D'Antonio quarterback, if you're going to um, keep all your coaches, it, to me that that signals like I'm, I need to win now. I mean, yeah, it's a good point, and it kind of gives me nightmares of when D'Antonio just moved all his position coaches into different positions, and obviously that didn't work. So it is – I do worry that maybe he's keeping his guys too long, but I do think if we were to go like 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five this year, I think he would, you know, fire Jay Johnson for Evan, fire Scotty Hazleton for the rest of the fan base. Like if he if he did those things, I'd be willing to give him another year. If he didn't and he kept those guys again the next season, then, yeah, there would be even more questions. Like, I would start to be very concerned. But I don't think he would keep him around if we stunk this year. But I mean, Yeah, I think it's fascinating. It's... I, I truly think like it could go either way. Like I, Obviously, I, I don't know anything more than the average fan in terms of like what his job security is like, but I can see a world where they go five and seven and – they could potentially be looking at the biggest buyout in pro sport or college sports history. Like, I don't think it's that unrealistic. Like, think about it. Like, no, I don't it, either. And I mean, it, like, yeah, go ahead. It depends on obviously the coaching carousel and like, who's like, cause, um, you would have to think about it. Michigan State's not going to be afraid to spend if they have to, they'll find the money and they'll go get someone if they need to. The schedule is just so tough this year. That's enough. that mm-hmm. when you guys are talking about the assistant coaches, it's, it's almost like a, it's kind of like when coaches in the NFL draft a QB young to like buy themselves some more time, like it, him firing all his assistants. If this year goes bad, almost kind of resets the clock of optimism. Like, Oh, we got rid of the, the, the other people like we'll be fine now and maybe that buys them two more years but this year's gonna be tough because i'm looking at it now there's like eight games where it's like 50 50 like at best to, to win it in the for at least four 
four of them where it's more like 30% chance to win on paper. I mean, it just depends on what kind of team you guys end up having, but this year's going to be tough when it, when it comes to like judging everything. Yeah, it's going to be brutal. And that's, that's another thing that's like, if, if you were to fight your assistance going into this season, I think there would have been some more leniency, at least in my opinion. And um, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I am extreme, but I mean, you're, you're staring down the barrel at Washington, who's a national championship contender, Ohio state, Michigan, Penn state, Minnesota is always tough, especially going there. Like I, it's going to be a tough atmosphere. You got Nebraska on there. Um, that's never easy. Uh, it's just at Iowa. I mean, <laughs> I, it's not unrealistic to think that this team could go five and seven again. Like that, I hate saying it, but <laughs> I'm trying to be positive here. But yeah, I, I mean, it's... you can like when you talk through it, it's like okay, it's, things start to add up. Well, that does lead me to my last question then. In terms of a ceiling and a floor for this team, you kind of touched on it. What do you, what do you think realistically is our our best record and also worst? I, I would say this team could probably because the defensive line is supposed to be one of the best they've had since 2017. Uh, and the offensive line has a lot of depth, and obviously they're not going to win Joe Moore Award or anything, but. Uh, I think that having those big hogs up front, you can win eight or nine games. I don't think that that's totally unrealistic that you can steal one of those really tough games of, I think Washington's probably the most winnable of those, the big four. Um, and then you look at the floor, it's probably five and seven. I, I mean, you're going to, you got a couple gimmies in there, but it, like it's going to come down to that Washington game. I kind of mentioned that earlier. You went, you lose that one. You're going to play Maryland next. And that, that that offense is built to beat Michigan State with the passing attack. So you could be looking at 2-2 two and two record going into Iowa City. Oh, <laughs> Listen. Brutal. That, that's when it gets dicey. You lose that one. Uh, I don't know the, the rest of the schedule off the top of my head, but you're looking at 2-3. and three. And two and three to start the year would just be a yeah, bye week there. Then you got Rutgers, Rutgers to get right three and three going into Michigan. Yeah, I'm gonna need us to be undefeated going into that game. And it, yeah. that, that also could happen. Like I, I can see a scenario where you beat Washington and you gain a ton of momentum, and you're going to that Michigan game either undefeated or with one loss. Like I, I can see both sides there. What do you, what do you guys think? What, what do you think the floor and the ceiling are? Evans is a little more different, is a little different than mine. So let's hear his first. I mean, I'm not, I'm around there. I mean, I like to think more realist there where I'm not going to shoot for the stars and say, yeah, we're going 10 to two. So I'm hovering around eight and four and the lows probably four and eight. Um, eight and four. And I think you, you touched on it earlier about how like the Washington game could be like a catapult. And I think the Washington game is just like the Miami game from two years ago. You're going into a big matchup. I know the other one was on the road, and this one's at home. But non-conference matchup gets you ready for the rest of the season. Um, and then you have the next three games we just talked about are like kind of like 50-50 games. Maryland 50-50 and uh, Iowa 50-50. So you come out of those on top. I think eight and four, seven and five. I always am a big opponent of get to the bowl games to get those extra practices for your team. Um, but shoot, I would love an eight and four win, eight and four season, especially if you win over the Washington, because I think the Washington game is going to be like a top five atmosphere. Um, and let's say Alex and I's lifetime, just going to the games. 
So non-conference top 10 opponent coming there. It doesn't happen often. So yeah, I'll be there as well. And I think Michigan state has lost once when I've been there and it was the LJ Scott screen against Ohio, Ohio State, state. So went that for was two. kind of a win because it was like a three and nine Michigan State team versus like a top two team in the country so basically I've never lost when I've been there yeah was that the game where we ran the Jets sweep from our own like one yard line <laughs> it was like safety or something and Ohio State's punter won that game yeah Ohio so State's that, punter yes, did win yeah. that game yes that did yeah, happen it was like a nine to three game or something yeah I, I don't remember the hey, we should have won that game it was 17 we went for two to win 14 third flight yeah yeah, it was bad. LJ Scott Tom, took a like seventy yard touchdown right off to get the yeah bat. the first the drive yeah yeah slow developing misdirection that we tried to run against Michigan last year that works really well. Oh, the fourth down play. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> you gotta love a good. I tweeted about that. You gotta love a good shotgun like fourth and one shotgun delayed handoff. Like yeah. there's yeah. nothing better. That's like we did it like three times last play. year. Chiefs on team, no shotgun for fourth downs. Never. Do we think it always works? Honestly, or third downs. Never do it. Do the push push. Like, what did the Eagles? It was the Eagles uh, this season with Jalen Hurts. I I was joking that they should have done that every single play down the field. Like, you can't, it's (laughs) 45 yards every single time. And I think the NFL, like, outlawed that formation, but I loved it. I I have a question. Sorry, go ahead, Evan. Um, I was going to say. Oh. Go the time, guys. That's, that's on me. That's <laughs> you told me to go. I did. Because I still have it, but I do want to get this in. I have the same thing you have, Evan, ceiling and floor. Eight oh, and four. Yeah. On the record, I do have Michigan State's win total over five and a half wins, so I'll be pulling for that. Oh, you bet that? Four and eight. Yes, I did. You put significant I, dollars on that? I ride for my friends. Now, but downside, I did already take Central plus 14 and a half. I'm expecting a little nail-biter in game one. No. Otherwise, we're taking went five and a half wins. No. Grant, I, mentally, I can't handle it. I, a 10-point win. <laughs> Dude, nothing. We deserve this, better than that. In the, the longest offseason probably in Michigan State football history, it's been, has anything good happened? Like, well, uniforms. No. Very positive. Yeah, uniforms. the uniforms. Like That's it. If we didn't That's get a black it. uniform, like, I mean, we're, we're staring down. <laughs> it's pretty grim. It's not good. <laughs> well, Alex thinks that uh, Nathan Carter is the next K-9, so. Well, he at least looks like it. <laughs> He's special. He's going to have to be. He's not going to. I said last week or two weeks ago, I said he would not be that good, but, you know, he'll be better. <laughs> Than what we've had. If he's like, uh, if he's like fifty percent of K nine, I will. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. I won't, that's probably I won't be able an to NFL it. back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Evan. I guess my home. last question. We talked about the offense last week. So, who do you have as your offensive MVP for this upcoming year? Nice. I, I've said it's going to be Kate Hauser, but just because I don't know who the quarterback's going to be, um, if I had to pick a different guy, I think it's going to be Malik Carr. It just. Apparently he's Grant, like six, no seven now. He's actually blocking, which has been the big like negative on him. Is like mm, he doesn't gotta, block. block. <laughs> he does so not apparently, block. Apparently he's blocking now. So if he does that, and you have a quarterback that actually targets him, I mean he he should potentially. I my hot take is he's going to be a day two NFL pick. I just he has the speed, the hands, <laughs> the size to be that prototypical tight end in the NFL. So like I'm going to go with Carr. Yeah, he's just kind of – he doesn't wear gloves. Like, I love it. Like, it, it makes me nervous when he's running. I'm like, 
Okay, he's gonna fumble. He doesn't like, look like he has great ball security. He's like running around no, like this. I know, he's, dude. I know. He, he's always like tripping over his own feet. And he's a huge like, dude, though. I know it's like he's wearing Crocs out there, but he's massive. And and I would give a a slight nod. A guy I would keep my eyes out for if I was a Michigan State fan is the freshman uh, Jalen uh, Barbarian. He's uh, I forgot where he's from, but apparently he's the fastest guy on the team. Freshman running back. Um, I think he's going to get a lot of use. It's from Simeon Valley, about California. On the, uh, the message board. <laughs> so, two Maliks. Malik Spencer on defense, Malik Carr on offense. I like that. Two Maliks. Oh. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that's a, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's a good call. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you as always, Chief. This was a blast. We'll have to have you on some point during the season. Maybe we'll get you on for hate week. Get, get the people fired we'll up. Talk when we're undefeated going into that going. Michigan game. Yeah, imagine the buzz on that. Well, I'm not yeah, sure no, X can handle that. <laughs> Listen, I no, hate I call it that. no it, I'll never get used to it. Yeah, no, I, I truly appreciate you guys for having me on. It's always a blast to talk with you guys. And yeah, if you guys are in East Lansing for a game, just let me know. We'll go grab some drinks or whatever and have a good time. And yeah, it should be really fun season, but I do have a quick question for the three of you guys. Oh, mm -hmm. what is your prediction for the Detroit Lions this season? Oh, nice. We play 17 games now. Yep. Yep. 12 and five playoff win. Yeah. At least one. The, 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 home, the win division. Yep. 12 and 5 feels right. 11 and 6, win the division, win a playoff game. I'm in the same boat. Uh, I have us winning the division. have no idea what our record's going to be. I don't think our division, I think our division's kind of beat up on each other. Um, and we're going to host a playoff game. Don't know what's going to happen you in have a playoff to game. If you win the division, mm -hmm. correct. I know that. So that's my prediction. Finally win a division, finally host a playoff game. Just don't run into Philly or San Francisco in the first round. You know what? I do want to play San Francisco in the playoffs. I think the Brock Purdy thing to me, I'm over it. Like, oh, I just true. Think, oh, Brock Purdy. This dude drives me nuts. Like, obviously, he, he had a great year last year. I just can't get on board with, like, he's this franchise quarterback. Um, yeah, and I think I think 13-4, and four, division win. Yeah. Maybe maybe get the number one seed. And Are you going to change one, your Twitter name? <laughs> I do. I, I'll, I'll send you guys some st stuff I used to do for the line. I used to go to every training camp. All that stuff and Lions, I love Lions guys. Oh, I, I absolutely am. It's just there's been no propaganda to pump out for. I can't wait to see that X account come up. Yeah, Patricia, he he threatened to like kick me, and my friend, out of training camp. That's a whole nother story. Um, wow, what a wow. time for wearing coach. Right, yeah. no one hates Matt Patricia more than Evan. <laughs> we well, was like, hey, uh, you guys want to tell a story real quick? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, so we were, it was like his final year in camp. So they opened up training camp to the fans, and me and my buddy were there. We, I mean, we went to camps under Schwartz, Caldwell. We get there under Patricia, and he's riding around on his cart like a like a goober. And <laughs> me and him, me and my friend, were over there just like taking pictures of like the players on the field. And security comes up, they're like, Coach Patricia is asking you guys to stop taking pictures. We're like, What do you mean? Like, what? Why do? Why can't we take pictures? We're like. Well, he doesn't want anything getting out to opposing teams. And my friend looks at him. He's like, do you really think I'm going to be the reason that the Green Bay Packers hang 50 on his trash-ass defense? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 like, 
that he like got on the he got on like the radio and called over another security guy and they're like we're gonna ask you guys to really just either you have to leave or put away the phones and i called my friend down and we we kind of just went to go grab some drinks but um yeah just apparently taking pictures is banned in Allen park well only <laughs> under matt patricia only under matt in north korea yeah. it's north korea yeah. out there he was about to have us running the hill i was afraid so <laughs> oh yeah i think matt patricia He's a domestic terrorist. That's oh, <laughs> I can get behind I, I that. Could, I could rant, dude. I could, I could rant about Stan Van Gundy, Alavila, and oh, Patricia yeah. forever. Yeah, we don't and have it like great a here. Five hour long episode. And Chris Illich now. So. See this, Grant. This is why God. we need Central to be a breeze. We can't have more. Honest. We we have enough. <laughs> Backdoor cover. Backdoor cover. You're up no. seventeen. They score. You win by ten. Everyone's happy. Grant, I, I can get I, over. I that. don't. I don't think MSU fans can handle us not winning by like thirty of that game. We are very delicate. First game right though, now. Chief is never really a blowout. I've been to almost every single one in the last like six years. I'm like, yeah, we do always just always on that Friday night. Game. Jordan Love almost went in there and shocked the world. Turns no, out they were a great team. <laughs> I've solved nightmares of Jordan Love. It's the fastest offense I've ever seen with how quick they got to the ball. We were like looking at each other in between plays, <laughs> and the ball was being snapped. Hey, they went eleven and one. Yeah, that was a great football team. Yeah. Great now, but when Jordan Love does that same thing against the Lions this year to knock I us know. down to thirteen and four and cost us a a buy, we're gonna you guys are gonna bring that clip back. I had a note <laughs> for later. We all saw that Jane Reed touchdown. Jordan Love actually looked like he can throw a pretty good football. That made me nervous. <laughs> right, I told you that guys that he was going to be pretty good. Also, trust tree before Chief gets out of here is I would not be stunned if Michigan lost to East Carolina. I know that's loser talk, Stop. but. This You're feels like Appalachian uh, State type buzz, where like that team that lost to OSU returned Henny and Hart, and they lost to Appalachian State, and everything crumbled down. So you watched I, the TikTok that Evan and I sent? No, you have, you still haven't watched. Li- no, no. Oh my god, dude! Then, oh, yeah, I guess trust, that was your... Since we're doing the trust tree, can I admit something? Yeah, yeah. I rewatched the game, the clips, the highlights of TCU Michigan probably twice mm-hmm. a week. Because I've had nothing to look forward yes. to all off season, I'll just be sitting like I, great like, football game. It was a morning coffee, game. you know, nature calls, and I just throw on that clip, and it just <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Roman Wilson love... was in though, right? Which yeah, time? he did score. <laughs> um, the first one. Later I mean, it didn't matter, but I, the first, know, the first one. To be honest, I think they marked him a little bit too close to the goal line. I thought he looked down like around the two yard line. <laughs> That's what like, is I like with, that. Uh, listen, I know we're trying to wrap up, but what's with Harbaugh, like, goal line carries? He did against Ohio State with, I think, I forgot who it was, like, some linebacker. He always gives the ball to some, like, yeah. goof, goofy guy at the goal line. It costs him games. He's just an old-school guy. He believes in fullbacks. He, used to, he gave <laughs> the ball to Ben Van Summer in chief, and Ben Van Summer fumbled <laughs> and then transferred out of Michigan. He just doesn't do things that make sense. That's how you guys are going to lose to East Carolina. Yeah. So, You'd have to do that about 70 times. East Carolina is so bad. They're like five and, and seven. Right. Right. I mean, I'm just saying I would, not, I would not be like the most stunned. I'm not. Is that the first game? Yeah. yeah. So Michigan Some State time. loses to Central. You guys lose to East Carolina. And then Lions. And we'll all only have the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> well, at and least we have that. I'm picking up a. I'm picking up a. A adopted team, the Oregon State Beavers. So I will mm. be cheering for the Beavers. The last year of the Pac-12, mm. um, really pulling for my my Beavers there. 
Yeah. Nice. Any affiliation? You just no. Cool uniforms. I, just, I feel sorry for them. I, I think they're cooler than Washington. I think they're they're cooler. I, I don't like Oregon. They stuff us in a trash can with recruiting. So <laughs> over it. Yeah, Give me yeah. the Beavers. Go Beavers. <laughs> Go Beavers. All right. Well, thank you as always, Chief. Have a fantastic night, and we will look forward to following along with you throughout this football season. <laughs> yes, sir. I appreciate you guys for having me on. College football. All right. Let's spend, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes on this. I can go first with Michigan defense, and we will hit Michigan State defense questions. Let's fire him away. Will Johnson, <laughs> will he win the Jim Thorpe Award this one, this year? That's the best corner in college football? Yes. Dark West Denard won it, just so you know. Will he win it? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll just say yes. <laughs> Great. Who's your defensive coordinator this year? Jesse Minter, year two. Year two. So he did not leave like the other five Correct. defensive coordinators that have dipped. Correct. That That's was actually, I had notes. I had notes down for the big picture of this defense. If you guys go down memory lane with me to 2021, uh, this this team was built off of top NFL talent in Hutch, Ojabo, and Daxton Hill. They all left. We went into last year 2022 it was hey your defense is going to drop off because you lost the top tier what we found out is that all the kind of gimmicky talk of a no-name starless defense by committee was kind of true you lost your dc you brought in minter from the same kind of philosophy both a coach at the ravens and they kind of plug and played i think they ended up having more team sacks or total sacks last year than they did with hutch and ajabo because as a collective unit they rose to the occasion I don't know what this version is going to bring. I think it's going to be more of the well-rounded where there's no like high, high-end stars. Maybe Will Johnson, but he's not an NFL prospect yet. So it's hard there to view him in that light. Um, well, he, he can't. He can't leave He can't, leave he after can't this go. Year, he's I mean. 100% right. NFL prospect. Yes, yes. Um, what makes me excited, as I had the theory, and I've seen other people smarter than me say it, is when it comes to your defense, your secondary is the most important thing in college football. You guys can attest to that with Michigan State. When they were at their absolute, absolute peak winning Rose Bowls, they had the no-fly zone. Because there's something where, like, even if you have good pass rushers, if you blow coverages in college football, which college kids are prone to do, you're, you're screwed. Like, you can't, you can't overcome that if they give up an 80-yard bomb because a guy blew a post coverage. So I am excited about Michigan secondary. With that being said, because the only, like, thing that's not shored up in that back end is who is cornerback two. And quite frankly, last year was like that as well, where Jamon Green was playing it and he got cooked almost every time in a big spot. And cooked no in the to him. Um, mm. and, and that as well. Um, but if you take away that spot, hopefully they have someone step up. But you're looking at Mike Sanders still, one of my favorite players of all time in a Michigan uniform, Rod Moore. Will Johnson, Makari Page, all guys that have been there, done that. Um, Will Johnson, I, I do like to Alex's question. I'm very excited for him to play Marvin Harrison. I do think Marvin Harrison will have a couple splash plays on him. But I think if you dive in after that game's done, it'll be a very good battle between those two players. No. Why, Alex, are you, what do you this mean? is no offense to Will Johnson whatsoever. But I've seen some like Marvin Harrison Jr. practice clips. Of him just cooking these five star well, Ohio State, State D- yeah, but DBU Grant. I mean, they have a lot of DBs no. in the league. A lot. I can't think of the safety. Oh, uh, someone started with oh uh, ransom ransom from them last year. Guy can't tackle anything. Okay, either way. And then just I actually 
just fun fact, you know, truth circle we had earlier. I watched Marvin Harrison highlights like two nights ago. <laughs> He's a freak. Like, I don't know if anybody can cover him at all. He is a freak. He, he, Will can go, Johnson can probably go back and forth, but like I said, he's going to lose a couple. He might get mossed on a play. He will. Two, but like, like you he, cannot he cover did, him. If you look at the game last year, he had best coverage against of, of the group. Like DJ Turner did not do great. No one did great, but Will Johnson gave Marvin Harrison the most fits. Sure. Again, granted, still had a great game, but. But like, he's gotten better. He's a freak. All right. I just don't I know. How, I don't think anybody can cover him. And like, if we put all put our bias aside, we might not like Ohio State. Like, you should tune into their games just to watch him play. Because like, well, especially this year. I mean, we'll see what the quarterback situation is like. But he's probably gonna be in some. If we could trade Jamo for him, that'd be good. <laughs> um, the only other things I had was they have a very deep defensive line, similar to what I've heard you guys say about. Michigan State, um, there was a rumor in practice that the defensive line edged out the offensive line in a red zone drill, um, which was surprising to me because I know the offensive line is absolutely stacked with players. Um, So that was encouraging, I would say. I didn't take that as a negative to the offensive line. I took that as a positive for Chris Jenkins. He'll probably probably be the best player. Maybe Will Johnson, those two will be the best players on the defense. Chris Jenkins will be probably the highest drafted player. Um, Derek Moore, if I'm just going to get ahead of myself and say a guy I'm looking to break out this year as a sophomore, Derek Moore is a freak. For good things I think about he him. will be, I think he will be a guy, um, on the defensive line. And then I'm curious to see how this Nebraska transfer linebacker fits in. I, when we played them, he was flying around. I know junior Colson will be the starting linebacker. I'm curious to see if it's Will Barrett mixed in more or he'll start to fade off for Ernest Hausman, the Nebraska kid. I want to see. Ernest play more snaps because he looks like a freak. I have a question for Evan. Answer daily double. <laughs> As a football aficionado coach and leader, what unit, in your opinion, would you like to see winning in like 11 on 11 scrimmages? Like, would you rather see your defense dominating your offense in practice or would you rather see the reverse? Like what? I, what is like a better sign of a good football team? Because I've seen a lot of mixed opinions. I would rather see the defense just completely, absolutely dominate. Because if your defense so like, can't get like point of the attack and the basic fundamentals down, you can always scheme offense and change a couple things on offense. You can't really scheme too much on defense. It's basically, yeah, you can have blitz packages and coverage packages and like basic coverage stuffs. But if you don't have your Jimmy and Joe's on defense. There's not too much you can do. You can scheme on dogs. And it's a lot harder to win. Michigan State in 2017 and 18 just abused Tyler O'Connor in practice every day. You would have been happy about it. Yeah, absolutely. And then abused (laughs) Justin Herbert in a bowl game and lose seven to six. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd rather have the defense because I feel like offense is easier to progress throughout the year just because of play recognition, play reps. Stuff like that. Obviously, defense, you can still improve throughout the year, but you want to start hot to get the momentum going throughout the like start of the year. It's hard to get confidence back after you're getting your shit kicked in for like the first. I'd also say uh, defense can keep you in a game every game. Yes. If your defense stinks, 
Just look at Michigan State. A solid defense Washington. can get you like, to seven and five. Use a, a bad defense, you cannot keep up. So, in Michigan's point, Grant, who'd you say won? Defense won in the red zone drill. That's good. Positive. I think because you know you have the defense. I think they're going to have the best defensive tackle duo that I've seen being a fan in a long time. Is what I think. And I have uh, the one. names are Kent. Kenneth Grant and Mason Graham will be the two big boys in the middle. One question for you, Grant. Yes. It's not X's and O's related. Who's the <laughs> scariest person? Like, who should I fear for my life on Michigan's defense? Who do you just look Chris, at and you're like, holy fuck? Chris Jenkins. Chris Jenkins. I think I have a choke like, down. Don't mess with that he was. No. No, that was Mike Morris. Mike Morris. Douche. Chris Jenkins is like Mike Morris, but better, like times three. He was like 300 pounds last year, and he just went on a crazy kind of like cut. And he's probably are you worried? I don't he's know, too but small. he was on Bruce Feldman's. He's like top five on Bruce Feldman's freak list. Oh, that I love that list every that's year. That's a good he's, list. If you're on that list, Chris Jenkins, he, he should be first round. I think. I think he's going to be like Michigan's Chris Jones because he's not. That's he's terrifying. too big. He's too big to be off the edge. But he's a pass rusher at heart, and he was great as one of the best run defenders in the country already last year. I think he's going to – and and Harbaugh praised him up as being one of the hardest workers on top of being, like, the best talent. So I, I think he's going to be a freak. Just one side note, I hope Rayshon Benny is garbage for you guys. He'll be a backup rotational. He played in the Ohio State game, so he's going to – yeah. But you hold that grudge, and I don't blame you. He was a pancake flip-flop. Well, he just lied. and He did it for a bit, and it was – loser mentality but Ben Van Summer did that same stupid bit Sanders still coming back cannot be under or overstated enough for how big that was for this defense to have a leader because he's like where the was he gonna go as like I don't know he's like a five nine five say, he's a little dude that nickel has he's like CJ Gardner Johnson year. he's like CJ yeah he's like CJ GJ for uh light Michigan light um all right any other questions or let's I have some for Miss Michigan State's defense Hit him. Hit us with him. Who is the linebacker next to Cal Halliday? Jacoby Winman. He's playing like stacked. He is not playing the line at all. He's straight linebacker. Jesus. Is that good or bad? Do we like good. that or we hate that? Good if we'd sub him out on obvious We're worried about situations. run stop. It's just like last year. Once our defense improved, we moved our linebackers um, back to normal positions. We worry about the run, stop the run first, figure out the second left, the second now, Washington game might change just because it's you're dealing with a different there beast. There are guys in the linebacker room that can play. So I don't. Jordan, Jordan Hall. Hall. Jordan Freshman, Hall you will see him on the to, field. You, he's going to play a lot. I would start him, and I would put Winman as an edge rusher, and I would start I would, Jordan I'm Hall. with you, Grant. Just who cares? Do it. Just, What's the worst Jacoby, freshman linebacker? He's got Jacoby's way better than this. But um, could you imagine if we put Jacoby in the Chris Fry blitz role where he just gets like seven sacks a year? Rips down a Michigan defensive <laughs> offensive player, 15-yard penalty at the like, end of the game. You hated Chris Fry, but he was good for a sack every game. <laughs> Did you rewatch the Oregon-Michigan State game from 2015 at home? I have Chris Fry, I think, had like eight tackles that game and like two sacks. Yeah, he's a dog. Codes Apparel winner. And he took the hardest Codes Apparel picture of all time. Yeah, super awesome picture. I'm going to have to go find it. It's a deep cut. Um, okay, let's say you guys are in a 4-2-5 formation. Who are your five defensive backs? I don't think we're running a 4-2-5. Everyone does. I'm like passing yeah. downs. Alex, please just play along with me. Brantley. Brantley is one of the corners. 
Dylan Tatum is going to be one of the five. <laughs> we got okay. five DBs out there. Yeah, I got two corners, safety, oh, nickel, whatever, however you do it. I'm going to say... Gross is still probably still going to play. He's going to be in some packages. He stinks, Mangum but he'll play. Played a little bit last Mangum year. Mangum and Malik Spencer are going to be your safeties starting. Guaranteed. So Tatum's like a nickel in this Tatum's case? a nickel. Tatum the is the Darius Snow extra outside. He's like a chess piece. Yeah. You just move him around. The Jabril Peppers. Jabril We're not Peppers. Not that athletic, but... <laughs> I don't know who are next. Yeah, I mean, played running back in high school. And then we got Caleb Coley. Do you have Coley. a CB2? Is that the same Marky question for both teams? Chester nice. Kimbrough still around. Don't know who our CB two is. I'll be hundred percent honest with you, Grant. I think it, could, well, it could be Dylan Tatum playing outside cornerback, cornerback two, just to put your athletes. That leads into a question I had. <laughs> I was going through your depth chart, and I was surprised that two of these guys. Uh, do we know anything about Terry Roberts from Iowa or Morian oh, yeah, Smith from Cincinnati? I forgot about could those that. guys. Play CB two. They those are good schools. What numbers Terry are there? Roberts is they're not even on our roster. And a special teams hero. Terry They're Roberts is like lads. one of the best special teams players in the Big Ten. If you just watch his tape, it's just him murdering people on punts. He's not. <laughs> that doesn't say much about his coverage ability. Yeah, he is. I saw him practicing the other day. And the Cincinnati kid, I think he's like a younger guy, so I don't think he's like an experienced dude. All right, I was just no curious because those, those guys are going to be eye. special teams guys. Oh, there's Terry Roberts. People forget that Amir's speed speed is on the Patriots. Unbelievable, it's a wild wild thing. Yes, he also got a ninety seven speed rating in Madden, <laughs> which he's not. I mean, it's the he last didn't name. look that fast. He was huge though. He's got NFL size. Uh, scale one to ten, excitement level and impact that Chris Bogle's back from injury. Got all the tools. Uh, I think he's going to start as the. Ooh, he might start his strong side defensive end. He has to. I mean, he's the most talented guy. Well, he could start at weak side. Like Alex, weak side's not his. But he did. He did. Uh, start what do you want to call it? He did model the uh, jerseys. Lay-lay. No, he's gonna. Hmm. He's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna start. I'm not like. I don't know if he's there yet. He was. Like, he had but a terrible injury last year. But yeah, he by middle of the season, I expect him to be doing. Some some things. You about Bogle still? Yeah. He had a bad injury last year. Yeah, because I remember I was looking back at his He stats. only played they like four bad. games. They weren't bad in the few games he played. And then, yeah, I forgot that he I mean, He was a top 50 recruit in the country. He's one of the highest rated players in our team. He's definitely flashier than the other. Brule. Like there's Brule. Brule's a linebacker. Bogle. I like Brule a lot. I like Brulee. So who's that guy? Zion Young is the young guy on. Zion the Young is the one that was standing in the uh, Michigan he's picture. Ginormous. The six six is like this guy needs to get on the he field. He got suspended from that. Yep. Tunnel, but he played a little bit last year as a true freshman, and he showed some. Well, I just things. he's. Mad. I just read uh, ESPN came out with uh, Bay Job is going to win Big Ten Freshman of the Year. Oh, I forgot. Wow, they might just put him in on pass. Passing uh, situations like third and longs, he might have a bunch mm-hmm. of sacks. He's a freak athlete. He pr- doesn't um, know how to play football though, so he can't oh play. Oh my gosh, Jarrett Jackson! I forgot we got him. Who's the guy? Uh, Harmon. He's supposed Derek to be like Harmon. Harmon, Burrow, and then our transfers coming in. 
We have was he the one, Alex, in the Michigan game that you were not happy with, or was he good? No, he was really good in the Michigan game. Okay. He was like bull rushing your center and getting to the Harmon was really good in Illinois too. Yeah. Okay. Harmon, Barrow, the Florida State D tackle, no. the Liberty D tackle, and the Colorado D tackle. We have and Maverick Hansen. Five D tackles, six D tackles that have all played on. What lot. is the Liberty transfer? I just don't like Dre Butler. Nice. He, he went to Florida State first, I think. No, the I'm not sure. Jackson. I don't like women at Florida State all linebacker. You don't like who? I don't like it. Oh, Alex or Tyson and M defensive like ends got to play. Oh, yeah, he'll start. Because the craziest thing about the craziest thing about Winman, Alex, is when we watch the UNLV unbelievable plays as a rusher. Yes, and that's where I think he belongs. I think sure he's fine at linebacker. I'm with Grant. I think he is looking out for his own future, and he wants to be in the NFL. And he's not going to do that as a defensive end. He's not going to do it as a linebacker. He can't stay in front of Davin Edwards. Uh, maybe in the offseason he cut some weight and got a little faster and can cover a little better. Well, because his UNLV tape, he's a different guy. The UNLV tape, he's like, I don't, it's like a different human, the way he moved around. And then I saw him at Michigan State. He, like, he put on a lot of weight. Edge rushing. So he, he put on weight, I think. He put on weight last year in order to play defensive end. So he's probably in defensive end shape when we had to move him to linebacker because half our team got suspended. So I'm guessing, I'm not, I don't know, but I'm guessing that his off-season conditioning this year was geared towards getting back to that linebacker shape. And I'm going to guess that he can cover a little better than he was against Michigan when he's playing linebacker out of need. So I also think the balance on the defense is better if he edge rushes, because I think there's some questions on edge rusher. It has potential to be good, but we don't really have a sure name there. You put that there and then Cal at middle linebacker, so you have two sure names. And then the whole linebacker from there. sure to me. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, but trust the whole room. Why not take, if you like Hall, which I think we do, take the other sure guy, Winman, put him at edge, his strength probably. And then that way you don't have to like fill in one other spot on edge as a rotating cast until someone steps up. Well, I think the team's hope is that you have, you have three top 50 within the last three to four years, three top 50 edge rushers on your team. Yeah, you're hoping for Yabi Oki. And then leave and file Biff Pogey to Charlotte. That's what you're looking for. Yabioki. Uh, like, remember the kid that transferred to Michigan? He was at Alabama, then UTSA. No, Grant, these aren't Michigan. all transfers. Yeah, they are. By Job is a true freshman top yeah, 60 player in the country. Right, right, right. But we're talking about guys who are going to see the field first, and that's probably going to be all the older guys that are transfers. Bogle, who's been in the program. Transfer. Adelele. Adelele, who's a young guy. Bogle's a transfer. He's a he transfer. He left a dumpster fire because he realized um, Jimbo Fisher was a fraud. So Brule's just not going to play. Brule's a linebacker. He's, like on the edge. he's playing. He's, he's not going to We're going to run a 4-3, and then he's going to be a third linebacker. Oh. 4-3, all right. We're not running a 4-2-5. We have the personnel to not do that. I mean, I'm sure you can argue that it looks like it. it's all semantics at that point. We did the fill in the blank. I think you guys already agreed this is going to be a better unit than the offense. Yeah. Um, that's really all I had. I don't know if you guys have any other things that you wanted to shout out for this side of the ball. I think this is the Scotty Hazleton redemption here. I really do. 
Really? I think Scotty Hazleton redeemed himself last year halfway through the year. Honestly, if as bad as the second half of last season was because no one really cared and no one watched, the defense was good the second half of last year. With what they had on the field and the results they were producing with the absolute abysmal talent on the field, it was pretty good. And you brought in a Buffalo Bills secondary coach to be your secondary coach. Hell yeah. So fired secondary and he coach. coached no one circles the wagons. Tredavious White and uh Hoyer and all those guys. So I mean he must be decent at his job. Um all right. The very last things I had was college football is back this week. Um gonna introduce some more gambling into the show. I have USC minus thirty and a half. Now that They're I'm allowed Spartans. to, I love that play. Playing the Spartans of San Jose State. Just, if Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman, you should win your first game by 40 points. That's the only thought process that went into that game. I like that pick. Um, if you need to lock it in now, I did put my money where my mouth is with Luke Fickle. I have over eight and a half wins for Wisconsin this year. I don't know. I don't, I just know, love the uh, I don't know their schedule. Can't speak on it. Quarterback Tanner Mordecai is Tanner Mordecai. SMU. Yeah, is he good? He slings the picks. Yeah, he's good. He's gonna be sick. Also, this is stealing. Um, I guess I could say this for next week, but right now on FanDuel, when I got it, Blake Corum's over-under for rushing yards is 1,050. 1,050. He's got one knee, Grant. 50 yards more than 1,000. I think Nevin, that's a trap line, Grant, he's back. because he's, in, he's not the same guy. And <laughs> oh, there's another guy on your team. That's, that's better. That he's going to be a wide receiver. That deserves more games. He's going to be... He's going to be One, a wide two, receiver. Three, four, five. Um, no, not near offense. Uh, six. That's pretty much all. Yeah, I, I would take I the Blake Corum under. I would take the Donovan Edwards over. Jeez, oh, I don't think they offer. I would Donovan take the Nathan Carter right over. now. Is that available? No. I would like to change whatever only I said two weeks ago. Premier running backs only. <laughs> Nathan Carter is going to take the first snap. He will be the starter, and he will get the bulk of carries. And Berger might be our third running back. Wow. That's my... Harold Joyner, back from the clouds. Harold Joyner plays linebacker. No, Harold Joyner plays that linebacker. Got moved from defensive back to linebacker. He's just going to do, do backflips. No way he can't be a Chris Fry blitz guy. <laughs> so he was running back, defensive back, linebacker, but hanging on. But most athletic dude I've ever seen in my life. Um, I think we should promise the people we've gotten a lot of questions about our scheduling should we commit to be back to a weekly show starting now yes <sighs> yeah we can we can, we can. having summer's over back. we're back <laughs> could have potentially week, busy times we could have some subs between yeah, we might have subs but next week all of us <laughs> <laughs> the bulk of next week will be putting balls on the table predictions for the college football teams um and then maybe diving into some lion stuff and then I do want to say this. Um, there's been some pressure put on Alex for the hype video, which I think he should do. I'm going to make my case for not making a Michigan one because the program's gotten to the point where they're going to probably be in a big game later in the year, and I'd rather save my energy for that. Alex, I think you need to get the ears out of the way now because there may not be any big games for your program. Well, I was I thinking, <laughs> yes, make one, but maybe, maybe drop it before the Washington game. game. So I get a couple uh, clips from the first two cupcake games so you can get some new guys in there. Because I'm going to be honest, I was started last night, or not last night, two nights ago. The footage from last year is not great. There's not a lot Whitman, to go off of. Whitman and, Bru- and Berger and... Just those guys. 
and Cal Holiday. Uh, we have no quarterback uh, in Charles Charles Brantley's uh, pick six against Ohio State. Pick Never six. forget. Yep. You can do a little a little fight night by Migos with a little interlude yeah. of the tunnel in there too to kill some time yeah. if you need to. But like, we have no offensive highlights to go off. Malik Carr, yep. fifty yard just catches. him, and <laughs> you're gonna have to do a lot of like two. off season preseason Keon. picture montage. Oh, we can't show Keon. Can't show Keon. A lot of practice montage. Yep. That's no why I need, yeah, I, I need the first two games. I need the first two games. I think the listeners will accept that. I they probably won't like the no Michigan one, but I don't care. I'm not. I think the Cody with a K and Ben are going to be mad. But what I saw last year was it was fine. But the Ohio State one and the playoff one are the ones that put butts in the seats, and maybe it'll blow up in my face. But there will be a big game at some point. With how easy their schedule is, I'll just make one before that game. The Michigan fans do better because it's the Michigan State fans. It doesn't matter do better. what it even looks like, I think. They just – they do numbers. Michigan State one will – yeah, it, was, it will. All it I, takes I know is it. Chief you guys are a loyal bunch. Retweet that, 22,000 followers, and then it goes crazy. So shout out to him <laughs> for that. All right. That is this week's show. Cheers to episode 129. Cheers to football. football. Is back. To football. <laughs>